anyway. What are the chances of him and the other <clears throat> trans, like, boop, boop, you know? Oh, God, don't do that. Don't, don't. Why would you do that? That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. You're saying it probably happens. No, I don't think so, because... Uh, yeah, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> don't don't pull me down that road. That's disgusting. I'm not right, doing that. Well, it <laughs> probably happens. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's like something you think about when you're trying like to nut to nut or some shit like that. It's like, oh god, now I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. I'm here with my beautiful bearded husband, Josh, who sits across from me operating those controls like the player he is. Oh, I, I want to apologize for starting uh, starting with this. Is, uh, I'm, oh, my God. I'm, I can't even fucking talk today. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm fighting off a sinus infection. And, uh, you know, I still love doing the show. And there's, there, there's a lot I want to talk about today. And I'm not going to lie. I'm really pissed off. When am I not pissed off? I'm always pissed off. I'm like Rush Limbaugh on steroids. I'm always pissed off. (laughs) Um, But before we get into today's show, I want to say thank you for everybody tuning in today. I appreciate Rumble allowing us to be on their platform and allowing us uh, free speech as much as we can. And thank you for that. Um, Today is the last day for 45% off at shellshockcbd.com using code STUFFED. If you're wanting help with sleep, if you're wanting to get high, if you're wanting CBD for stress and anxiety, we've got you covered. These products are American-made right here in the great U.S. of A. No foreign imports. We don't rip the tags off our shit and then claim that it's American-made when it's actually made in China. Which, again, I'm not actually, I'm not against foreign trade. I'm not. Just don't lie about your shit. Isn't that right, Liver King? Yeah, if you're not tracking who the... Listen, or whatever that douchebag fucking does. Like, primals! Blah, 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 blah. Uh, like, you know, go back to the... steroid uh, use. Like, color me shocked. Going back to Delta 8, we mm-hmm. had a young lady come in just this just this week. I think it was on Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said she had real bad uh, fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that helps her is these Delta 8. And luckily, she's over here yeah. in the Richardson area. So. We have a lot of people that support it's us. It's great to hear that, yeah. yeah. It's crazy to hear the things they use it for. And, you know, the thing, is, the thing that we're always combating is the snake oil salesman. Yeah. Because a lot of people out there basically advertise CBD in the wrong context, mm-hmm. if you will. It doesn't serve and serve, it does not cure cancer. Right. This is not going to take the freaking ice off your windshield in the wintertime. Well, I mean, I've never tested that. That'd be a good <laughs> little advertisement thing right there. But uh, you, you know where I'm going with that. But no, we, we have a lot of great freaking customers. And thank you for all the reviews yeah. you guys leave. It's, it's freaking amazing. But, it really uh, is. All right, let's get into it. I know where you're here. I know where you're listening today. <clears throat> 
I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this topic, but I feel like something needs to be addressed. First and foremost, Robert O'Neill, shut the fuck up. Nobody gives a fuck that you shot Bin Laden, okay? He wasn't even shooting back. Big fucking whoop, dude. We've all kicked in doors. We've all fucking cleared rooms and put bullets in bad guys. It's been, what, 15, 20 years? Shut the fuck up. You're like a cringe lord at this point. Jesus Christ himself is like, oh, my God, would you stop already? Oh, that's been a long time coming. I've, I've been holding back, folks. I used to be big in the veteran influencer sphere. I used to have a lot of friends, and now I don't because I just feel like a lot of these douchebags are fucking sellouts. Um, so what started the way I'm feeling now, right now? Well, well, let's just get into this right off the bat, and I'm going to give you guys some insider information. We're going to take some calls today. This is Dakota Meyer. Dakota and I used to be cool, but Dakota fucking broke contact with me because he said I attacked people too much. Fair enough. And then Dakota does his own thing and constantly attacks people and says stupid shit like putting tampons and bullet wounds and shit like that. Which, by the way, no, you don't do. You don't stick a tampon in a bullet wound because that fucker goes in there, expands, and does more damage. Anybody that's... I'm just... Oh, I'm not, I'm not even going to go there. So let me preface it with this. I am not going to attack Dakota's service. I'm not going to attack anybody's service. What you did was commendable. The people that I'm speaking of are men of action. They are. And I will give them the utmost praise for that while also praising myself because I got news for you. I don't care if you're a Navy SEAL. I don't give a fuck if you're a Green Beret. Don't give a shit who you are. We all served and bullets did not discriminate. Didn't give a fuck if you had a tab or not. And in fact, I'll say one thing even further. Battle space holders had to basically fight for an entire fucking year versus in and out operations. Uh Uh-oh, did I say that out loud? Yes, I did. And I don't give a fuck anymore. And by the way, nobody gives a fuck about the next Navy SEAL book. Seriously. Holy shit. The quiet professionals won't shut the fuck up. Did I say that out loud? Oh, is that what everybody's thinking? Sorry. Yeah, I'm just going to fucking say it because here's the thing. I don't care if you hate me. I don't care. I'm not friends with any of you. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. By the way, Marcus Luttrell's wife, you owe me an apology. Yeah, Crenshaw did turn out to be a sellout. I like the dude. We disagree politically. But remember like two years ago when you came after me and you were like on my page and you're a fucking prick. Dan Crenshaw's a Navy. How'd that turn out? Hmm? You regretting those words? No, you're probably not going to say anything, are you? Once again, Burke was right. God, that feels good. That feels so good. I'm just touching myself while I say that. Okay, let me get serious for a second here. Dakota Meyer, Medal of Honor recipient. I will never talk trash about the Medal of Honor. It's a very uh, prestigious award, the highest military commendation you can get. Um, For context, people that don't know that if you are basically like a private and you win the Medal of Honor, if a general walks by you, he has to salute you. It's that big of a prestigious award. Now, that's why Dakota Meyer is a very respected person out there. But today or yesterday, I'm not sure when, one day ago, Dakota Meyer posted a photo with General White Rage Miley. And in the caption, it says, honored to stand in the room with such an incredible human being. Now... I'm not going to lie. Dakota's not the smartest dude out there. He's just not. I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. I've seen some of his bits. I know Dakota. We were cool in the past, but he wanted to fucking get away from me because apparently I'm bad news. And that's why I don't have any friends. And I'm okay with that. I am who I am. I know I've got a big mouth. But Dakota, what the fuck are you doing, man? What the fuck are you thinking? An incredible human being? And that's not even what makes this the worst. If you go in the comments section on his Instagram post, you see Tim Kennedy in there, white knighting. You see Nick Pomachano, guys that I were once I was once friends with. And Nick, I liked Nick. Nick was cool, but all I see Nick doing is bandwagging with Tim Kennedy. I, I just don't understand this anymore. I just don't get it. 
I've kept my mouth shut on the veteran influencer sphere because honestly, what's the point? Everybody's going to do their own thing. You're going to have people that simp for everybody. They're never going to be told otherwise. They're going to they're gonna praise people because, oh, so-and-so's a ranger. So-and-so's a green beret. That doesn't mean dick all. Men of action, that's great. But what they say has meaning. And if you're not listening to what they're saying, you're an idiot. That's just, that's just a fact of the matter. Now, I want, I want to draw your attention to something. An incredible human being. You're talking about General White Rage O'Ma- or O'Malley. <laughs> oh, 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 O'Malley. <laughs> O'Reilly, whatever. You're talking about the same guy that when vaccines were forced on the military, he said nothing. He didn't stand for the troops. He didn't stand for freedom as outlined in the Constitution. This is the same guy. The same guy that, need I remind you, admits he would tell Chinese general if the U.S. launched an attack under Trump. The same guy right here, maintains military's apolitical after white rage comment. The same guy that with Secretary Black Supremacist Lloyd Austin launched an investigation into Trump supporters within the military. The same guy right here that overstepped his boundaries and undermined Trump at every turn. And last I checked, if you were in the military, Dakota, which you were, you know you follow orders blindly, unless those orders are unlawful or immoral. General Miley is a traitor. This guy is a traitor and deserves a bullet in his fucking head. Had this been anybody else out there, a lower enlisted, he would have been crucified, crucified, career over. But because this guy's a general and he's Lloyd Austin's dick rider, he gets a free pass. How is this guy not charged with treason? No one can explain that to me. So I'm sorry, when Nick Palmashano and Tim Kennedy and Dakota Meyer, and it's the circle jerk of bro vets right there, they will never call each other out. They will never cross paths on that because they love each other so much and they do not have the intestinal fortitude to stand up and say, look, you're wrong on this one, man. I'm sorry, I love you, but you're wrong. And when you can't do that, I don't respect you. Now, I interviewed Tim Kennedy a while back at the NRA show because of his comments on the Second Amendment. And he never apologized. He just doubled down. Fine, whatever, I don't care. But, dude, what the fuck? This guy? And you know why? Because apparently he supported the Afghanistan mission to go in there and get guys out. That's fine. That's also kind of your job. But this guy has done way more fucking damage to our own people. To our own people. How dare you? How dare you side with a traitor over your own brothers and sisters? Anything for a buck, though, right? 5.11 pays good, so I hear. Oh, I'll say it. We're not friends anymore. I'm not, I'm not cool with these people. I don't talk to them. My God, we've all went our separate ways. Uh, fucking Yusha Thomas, Drew Hernandez. I don't talk to anybody anymore. After Drew Hernandez's stupid comments over the fucking BLM riots, I, I just, I look at these people and say, I don't respect you anymore. You're stupid. You're just fucking stupid. And this once again proves that veterans in the political space, that just because you serve doesn't necessarily mean you know what you're talking about. It really doesn't. There's a reason people won't debate me. There's a reason people won't come on my show. At least Nick Palmashano did, and I respect him for that. Crenshaw did. Crenshaw did. I'll give him that. Yeah. yeah even, Ted, even Kennedy did. I'll give yeah. him that. But he said the only he reason did. he did it is because my wife is a cop. My ex-wife's a cop. Like, oh, okay, well, thank you for doing me that favor, I guess. Whatever. Rob O'Neill. What else do you do besides fucking suck your own dick about killing bin Laden? <laughs> you know, do you know that a lot of people in the spec ops community think that you guys are fucking sellouts? You, uh, oh my God. And Ray Cashcare, you're on the list too, bro. $7,000 for a three-day course to yell at people because you got a Napoleon complex? 
get the fuck out of here. That's like a cult. I'm sitting there. It's like, at first I was like, no, this is a good thing. Men need like good guidance, but 7,000 fucking dollars. Holy fuck me in the ass. You're taking advantage. You are taking advantage and you're using your service to do it. And I'm going to take one further. Audie Murphy starring a movie about himself to hell and back. I think it was called fucking dick writing sellout move. Uh Oh, did I say that out loud? I did. That's a fucking, are you kidding me? Hey, uh, John, we realized that you got the Medal of Honor and we got this great idea. We're going to make a movie about it and you're going to star in it. Does that not smell of, I don't know, being a fucking sellout? Didn't he, didn't at one point in America, action spoke louder than words? But the problem that we face right now is in the bro vet veteran influencer sphere, money talks, folks. Money talks. These sponsors and corporations pay big fucking money. Big fucking money. And when they say you're going to take a stance, you better snap to, bud, or your fucking contract's over. And you know why? Because a lot of these people out there don't want to lose that fucking paycheck. Mm-hmm. Now, pardon me. While I stand aside, push pause on this, and suck my own dick for a second. You know why I don't work with the likes of BRCC and any of these people? Because nobody respects you anymore. Fucking Evan Hafer. Are you fucking kidding me? The shit that you've said? Holy fuck me, dude. Now, granted, I'm not saying everything is wrong here. I get the whole aspect of like, yeah, the, the, the Brack Rifle doesn't support Kyle Rittenhouse because that podcaster. I get it. You don't have the right to say that a company supports something without that company making an official statement. So they pulled sponsorship. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. But when you still go on the New York Times and say, these people aren't our customer, bro. You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. And the bigger you get, the more money you attain, the more clout, the more fame, the more mainstream. Folks, is it really any wonder that when you go mainstream, you better fucking suck the dick of the leftist liberals. Otherwise, you're not going as big as you can get. It's money, folks. It's money. And for Dakota Meyer to post a picture with this traitorous Chinese piece of shit traitor, The guy said, if we were to launch a strike on China, he would call them and warn them. Folks, that's treason. Meanwhile, we've got January 6th protesters who stormed the Capitol, broke a few fucking windows that had their rights stripped, and they're still in jail. But this fat piece of shit, he's still in charge. Justice is dead in America. Justice is fucking dead in America. And let me say something here. Any of you bro vets that listen to this, don't text me. Don't DM me. I got nothing to say to you. You've made your bed. Now you fucking sleep in it. I hope that 5'11 and all that money is worth it. I hope you sleep good at night. I really do. Because Jesus Christ, man. I never thought I would see. Let me. It's upsetting because I once had a lot of respect for these people. It really is. I've kept my tongue and mouth clamped for a long fucking time because it's like, you know what? Tim Kennedy is a cringe lord. He is. And Tim, guess what? You can probably beat my ass. I know you can. You're a UFC fighter. Great. Don't care. I I don't fucking care. But when you go on a podcast and say an 18-year-old should not have access to an AR-15, that's kind of undermining the Second Amendment. Therefore, you're not really a constitutionalist. I'll say it. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I'm not friends with any of you. When the veteran bro vet space first launched, yes, I was a part of it. I won't even lie about that because it was something new. None of us really knew what social media was really about, what it was really like. 
I did some fat shaming videos, spoke my mind in the fitness world, and which eventually blended into politics. And here I am now doing what I actually absolutely love, which is standing for the Constitution. And I got hired with grunt style. And Tim Jensen, you can suck my fucking dick, you broke ass bitch. Come find me in San Antonio, you fucking cuck lord of grunt style. How much blood money have you made off your fallen brothers and sisters? And then you sit there and you simp for the packed act, you fucking idiot. Because you don't know half the shit you're talking about. And again, once more, it proves that veterans in the political spectrum don't know what the fuck they're talking about. The PACT Act is a failure. Massive fucking failure. I got hired on with Grunt Style. They paid me $5 for, shirt, for every shirt that I sold for them of my own brand. I didn't know any better. I could have done it my own, my own self. I didn't know any better. Grunsta, I wouldn't say they took advantage, but they did take advantage of my ignorance. And let me push pause on that one real quick. Remember the ex-CEO, Dan Alrick? Yeah, about a year ago, I offered him a job. That felt so good. It did. It really did. He said no, of course. I knew he would. They paid me $5 per t-shirt that I sold of the In the Arena brand. And it was, it was kind of funny because like maybe a month ago, Timothy Jensen's like, yeah, but you couldn't even perform and sell shirts. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. I'm sorry. But guess what? Shell shock's bigger than you'll ever be. And guess what? I'm way richer. And I still managed to hold true to my principles and values. You didn't. I never took a dollar in blood money. You did. Piece of shit. Your actions speak way louder than your words. Can you imagine for one second, for one fucking second, making money off of fallen people? There's a difference in raising money for a cause and donating it to the families. Donating it, excuse me. And there's another difference when you're actually making money off of them. Let me fast, let me go back. So I worked with Grunt Style for like, what, six months, a year? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. Left them. I had talked with Nine Line. Didn't do anything with them. I got Graham Allen to start. Yeah, Mr. Bible Thumper himself taking pictures of cringe shit in his fucking truck with his gun. Another cringe lord. I regret that to this day, sharing his videos and getting him a start. He's even told people, he's like, yeah, John Burke got me. I regret that. I want to formally apologize for that. Big no-no. Had no idea what was going to come from it. Is what it is. Did he win his congressional run? I don't think he did. Thank you, Jesus. Or maybe he hasn't, maybe it hasn't hit there yet. I don't know. I think he's running in North Dakota or some shit like that. He's a fucking cuck lord too. Anyway, do you notice how Turning Point recruits a lot of douchebags? It's true. That's why Turning Point's a fucking bunch of morons. <laughs> the first thing Charlie Kirk said to me when he met me is how big's your following? And then I realized, oh God, no. I see what this guy's all about. Oh Jesus, keep me humble. Oh my God. I'm at a loss. I'm just at a loss. I'm so disappointed. These are men that I did hold in high esteem and respect that I felt like I actually did stand for the Constitution. And then one by one, they all fell. One by one, they all caved to getting money, to get a contract, to, to get a sponsorship deal. And you didn't have to. You could have started your own business. Hell, I think Tim does that training thing. He probably makes really good money doing it. But that's not enough, is it, Tim? I just don't understand it. Did he write a book? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Within like a year of Afghanistan falling, there was a book. Quiet professional, huh? No, not really. Then again, it is what it is. You see these people for who they are. 
I don't care. I'm not friends with them. And don't bother contacting me. I don't, I just don't want to talk to you people anymore. I'm over it. The last I checked, everybody's still doing the same. I think Drew Hernandez is still trying to be a Hollywood star. And Yush is probably still selling butt Sarge t-shirts and all kinds of shit like that. And yeah, Dakota's probably out there still talking about putting tampons and fucking bullet holes and LARPers. And I, I just don't know. I don't care. I, I just kept my mouth shut about a lot of stuff. And I, I just, I'm so disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself in certain aspects. But I am thankful that we've managed to stay true to ourselves and do this thing the right way. We never sold out. Never took a dollar from anybody. So after Grunstone, after Nine Line, I just kind of did my own thing. And I thought it was cool, you know? I got, to, I got contacted by some high-up people. I got to talk to Matt Best. JT and I are still cool. I like JT, but I don't, I don't really care for Black Rifle anymore. I really don't. It's a cult at some point when you really look at it. When you post a picture with Laura Bush in a Starbucks and it's like, drink Black Rifle! It's like, why can't you just drink what fucking tastes good? And if you want to support a company, support a company because they offer a good product. It's just that easy. Yeah. It's just that fucking easy. If the product is good, it doesn't matter if it's veteran-owned. It doesn't matter if it's civilian-owned. The product speaks for itself. I've said that so many times. But here we are. And years later, I look back at what we did. I didn't see anybody beside me trying to stand for veterans and go after the VA until the point, and I've told people this, I was broke. I didn't have any money. I was to get a large following. Dude, who was I getting paid by? Facebook hadn't monetized videos yet. I had really pushed into YouTube yet. The most I made on a YouTube video was like, what, two, $3,000? And that's not enough to pay the bills. I was driving my own car to these VAs across the country, scrapping my own fucking money to go after these motherfuckers. And I got no support financially, none. And I look at these other influencers like, look, can't you tell that our brothers and sisters are hurting at the hands of the VA that's killing them? Where are you? Why aren't you saying anything? But now, let's go get the contracts. Let's go get the money. And, you know, teach their own. I can't sit there and fault somebody for not um, pursuing the same passion as me. And I, I will give BRCC their credit. They've done a lot for the veteran community. They really have. They've donated a lot of money. I will give them that. But a lot of the things Evan Hafer said is just like, dude, are you fucking retarded? Oh, I'll say it. I don't care if veterans hate me anymore. And years later, I just look back, like I say, and I, I just don't know how we got here. And I think what really set this, this whole thing, the wheels in motion for this, is that on Facebook and things like that, we got out of the military and we were able to maintain a sense of community in the veteran space. We were able to be together. We were able to stand for something and stand united for something. And it, it felt good. Like we were still serving a purpose. And then you had the likes of the disgruntled or the, the, the disgruntled veterans or whatever. And everybody jumped on that thing. And I'm sitting here saying, wait a minute. Why are you wanting to represent yourself as being a uh, dysfunctional veteran? I remember I caught all kinds of flack about, you, they do a lot of good. Yeah, but they do way more damage. Or you could just do nothing but good. It's just my two cents. I stood on principle every single time and came with the beatings afterwards. I'll take beatings for this too because the simple lords out there are like, oh, don't talk about our freaking... Ah, he served in the military. We all did. Who fucking cares? I'm not going to write a book. Who gives a shit? We kill people for the government. Who gives a fuck? Whatever. I look at posts like this and that means something, man. 
That means something. That's a traitor you're standing and shaking hands with. That's a fucking traitor. We've got to stop closing our eyes and pretending like this stuff isn't real. It's real. Not calling these people out is what's wrong with the American veterans in today's society. You know who is calling them out? The military meme community. But the same people that stand for freedom and guns and bleh, and bleh, drink my coffee, buy my t-shirt, blah, blah. why are you not calling them out? Where's your loyalty to an oath and to a constitution? Where are you at? The same people that make money off of patriotism and selling you bullshit products won't say a fucking word when one of our own strays off the path. And last I checked, the NCO Corps has a duty and a moral obligation to check our brothers and sisters when they stray from that path. And it's not because you do it out of hatred. You do it out of love. This corrects the community. Because that's what we are, isn't it? Last I checked. Money talks. And isn't it interesting how men of action, and this is coming from me, I fought in the Pesh River, fought at the mouth of the Korangal, saw some of the worst shit imaginable. I've been under fire four and a half years in the worst places in this world. And the same men that have probably done even more than that they can be heroic under fire and do incredibly extraordinary things. And then you remove them from that environment and you put them in the environment where we're going to throw some money at you. And suddenly, you cashed in. And you sold out. Why? Why do that? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand this. And just because General Miley, Nick Pomachano, and Nick, I do like you, but, bro, come on. This dude can do a lot for the Afghanistan refugees over there. Great. But calling him a great human being because of that? He fucking crucified our own. I, I don't understand, y'all. I just don't. So I'm going to end it with this. Stop buying what these clowns sell. Think for yourself, to include myself, don't follow me blindly. Fuck, I get things wrong. Josh always gets things wrong because he's stupid. No, I'm kidding. I love Josh. But why? Open your eyes, folks. Open your eyes. And aside from the military action, which I am not insulting, I will never do that. But listen to what they are saying. Hear them. The actions come from the, or excuse me, the words come from the thoughts they have. If I ever met General Miley, I would still respect the rank in a sense, but you would never see me post a picture like this. I would fucking take him aside and say, General, I need to pick your brain on something. Just like I did with Crenshaw. And there's a reason that other people will not come on my show. They duck me. And by the way, Tulsi Gabbard liked this photo too. Interesting. Tulsi, come on, you know better. You know better. But here we are. We all have to be friends. No, we don't. Why don't you stand for something? I'll leave it at that. I'm disappointed. I'm so fucking disappointed. But also at the same time, I'm not surprised. In the slightest. In the slightest. 
it is what it is. All right. So with that being said, let's get to today's news. We are going to take some calls later. The number is 214-817-1689. All right. Let's get to the news, folks. General fucking Woke Miley piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck that nerd. Rippet came out with some new flavors. You see that? Yeah, it's pretty good. Pineapple's really good. It tastes like semen. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. All right. Better. No, not at all. I'm, I'm still disappointed and disgusted with these people. <clears throat> and yeah, Kim Ness in 1980 is a popular icon. Excuse me, popular. It is. It really is. That's all it boils down to these days. Just who can be more follower. I, <laughs> I just, I don't get it. But whatever. I mean, I do get it, but I, I just think it's ridiculous. So, um, <sighs> but here we go. All right, Disney's uh, Bob Iger contradicts himself over Disney's fight with Florida, expresses regret after earlier denouncing anti-grooming law. For those that don't know, Disney has lost a fight in Florida. And they brought back the old CEO because the new CEO went woke, went stupid, went off the rails, and Disney hemorrhaged money. Hemorrhaged money bad. They lost the woke fight. Disney's returning CEO Bob Iger has expressed regret the company got into a fight with Florida over state's anti-grooming law, telling Disney's recent employee town hall meeting he was sorry to see us dragged into that battle. Once again, people just want a theme park with no politics, no agenda. Mm -hmm. Sell your overpriced hot dogs and your stupid Mickey Mouse hats. Excuse me. And that's it. That's it. But you've already seen. Oh, by the way, we got another article. CNN layoffs begin. Fuck those nerds. About five years too late. Yeah, right? And then Don Lemon goes on. There's like, CNN was never liberal. (laughs) These guys are so stupid. Bro. You know, even Iger, You've been sucking too much dick, dude. You've just lost all sense of fucking just reality. Even Iger got on the uh, don't say say gay train. Mm -hmm. He did. Uh, Yeah. These people, it's like all he's trying to do right now is backpedal. He sees Disney is hemorrhaging hard. They don't don't care. By the way, for those that uh, that were sitting there simping for, let me see something real quick. Uh, Let me see something. Hold on. I just, something just piqued my curiosity. Okay, here we go. Um, For those that were talking about how Apple, uh, the market cap is like what? $222 trillion. They're untouchable. Disney's market cap is $172.63 billion, $172.63 billion. There is no such thing as a company being too big to be brought to its knees. That's what Disney is doing. They realize, they realize that when you want to go and alienate over 50% of your freaking voter base or your, your consumer base, you're going to lose. Especially, especially when you go after the kids. It's got to be more than 50%. Probably. Because even Democrats, I, even Democrats are seeing when they, when they come out there and they literally say that we are going to make LGBT propaganda for children, yeah. you've lost me. Yeah. America will never be fully gay. It's not. America does not accept gay. Yeah, I can't imagine that every single Democrat wants an adult talking to their kids about no, sex. Exactly. America is never going to accept gay as being norm. Mm-hmm. It'll be tolerated. It'll be accepted in the sense of you do whatever the fuck you want. Right. But when you try and force those views and you make people take a position, you are going to lose. They will be against you. So the best bet for all the freaking homosexuals out there, don't force people into that position. Instead, be happy that you've got the equality and shut the fuck up. People are tired of this. You keep pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope, and then you brought the trans. Then you brought the gender ideology. Then you brought the pronoun sky screaming types. And this is what you get. 
At Monday's town hall, Eager was asked about the business impact of Disney's fight with Florida, specifically the state's decision to revoke Disney's self-governing status in Orlando. Never should have happened that way, but there you go. Uh, Known as the Reedy Creek Improvement District, a privilege Disney enjoyed nearly five decades. I have to get up to speed on that completely. Obviously, I followed the news that development occurred after I left the company. I was sorry to see us dragged into that battle, Eager said. What I can say is the state of Florida has been important to us for a long time, and we have been very important to the state of Florida. Eager expressed regret that Disney engaged in a high-profile fight against Governor DeSantis, which resulted in the state legislator stripping the company of its special administrative status. Uh, In February, Eager tweeted his opposition to Florida's parental rights and education legislation, which the mainstream news media smeared as don't say gay. Of course, we all know that Bill literally said nothing about gay, saying don't say gay. Literally nothing about that. It was talking about the children being taught in school. Anybody that read the bill, you could see that. We Mm -hmm. all read the bill. It was like there was literally nothing there that says, you know, discrimination whatsoever. It says just stop trying to sexualize the children. That's fair enough. Um, Eager claimed uh, legislation or Eager claimed without evidence that the law would put vulnerable young LGBT people in jeopardy. It's not always the case. Elon took over Twitter. We're in jeopardy. Gay people's lives are in danger. And just to be how are your phones like it was like I'm wondering kindergarten to third graders. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sitting there when they say (laughs) stupid statements like that. It's like, is your phone got like an explosive in it that when Elon says, you know what, push the button and like blow up all the homos. It's like, what are you talking about? How are you in danger? Who's wanting to talk to kindergartners about trans issues or gay issues or sex in general? Liberals in general, yeah. If that's the stance that you're taking, we're going to back you up on that. I do. Five-year-old kid. Yeah, and you know how they retaliated with that when we came at them? It's like a chess game. It's an intellectual chess game dealing with a retard. And you're sitting there going, "Uh, don't fucking talk to them about sexualizing the children. Like, why are you so interested in children's genitals? Uh, Because you are. And we're telling you, stop doing that. And I love how, like, inconsistent Democrats and liberals are with this. I'm sorry, dude. The fact that I have seen, like, Moby came out and says, I'm leaving Twitter. It's like, dude, I thought you were dead, honestly, and good riddance, whatever. Jim Carrey, he's off Twitter now, apparently, too. Uh, Bye. No more subjecting people to your fucking retarded paintings. Which, by the way, Bob Ross or John Ross painted way better than you ever did. But... I'm just, I mean, his account's still there, but apparently that's his last tweet. So then you're not leaving Twitter. Your account's still there. Delete your account. Yeah, it's it's still there. But the reason I say this is that Elon has not implemented any measure on Twitter that favors Republicans or anybody that is just right of the left. Nothing. All he's done is balanced the scales. That's all he's done. And liberals cannot handle that. You are fleeing in mass exodus off the platform because you cannot stand and debate your principles because you lose every single time, which leads me to truly believe if there was a civil war, liberals would be the easiest people to ever conquer in the history of people. You don't fight. You don't know how to fight. What you do is you go to these rallies, you throw bullshit, you get your Antifa little douchebags up there, but you guys would lose at a fucking instant. You don't know how to use guns. You don't know how to fight. You should remember that. The fact that you're fleeing Twitter, you're a bunch of fucking cowards. Stan, Alyssa Milano, I'll at least give her props, kind of, because she's like, I'm not leaving. We can't recede this territory. But you limit your comments, you stupid cunt. She loves it way too much. She does. She loves she the loves attention. She loves seeing herself. She does, yeah. Crochet mask cunt. Uh, but just to keep this in mind, I'm still not going to support Disney. This is the same dude. It's a new CEO or an old CEO. Same bullshit. Yeah. The only thing is they're just not saying it out loud anymore. They're still going to do it. They're mm-hmm. still going to do it, folks. Continue to boycott Disney. The girlfriend was talking about, like, we should go to, I've never been. Isn't that like part of every adult or every child that should go to Disney World? 
I'm not going to go. I re- and normally, I don't really give a fuck about boycotting. I do, I do know it needs to happen. I do know in certain situations, uh, for example, of the, uh, the pedophile brand Balenciaga, yes, absolutely. I've got an article on that. Uh, people have taken power into their own hands and they're graffitiing their stores. Good for you. Firebomb the shit out of that shit. I'm, I don't say that out loud. I'm sorry. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Actually, you know, with pedophiles, I don't fucking care. I don't give a fuck about you. I'm not going to be one of those podcasts like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or like that Ethan from the fucking H2. I want to beat that little fucking douchebag's ass. That little fat shithead. Want to sit there and call out Joe Rogan? Bro, you better check yourself. You better fucking check yourself. Who was that? That Ethan, that fat little douchebag from fucking uh, the H2 podcast or whatever. He's, he's a little cuck lord. Um, just another example of a nerd behind a keyboard that basically... Yeah, there's so many like little... Turns. There's a difference in like combating somebody's ideas and saying you're wrong and explaining that versus like Joe Rogan's a piece of shit. Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, like that dude's bigger than you'll ever be, bro. But still, he's only like five two. Yeah, Rogan's a fucking beast. He's, he is he's a, a beast. beast. I don't, give listen, it to I don't him. listen to his stuff. It's honest. I don't find him very entertaining, but it is what it is. You know, I like his UFC commentary. He's got some yeah, interesting. Th- oh, yeah, I think that, he's got interesting guests yeah, on there. That, especially when, like mm-hmm. when you're stoned and listening to you. Like <laughs> he's probably stoned that's too. Interesting, honestly. Yeah, but. Going back to the Disney thing, they're not changing anything. They're changing a different CEO because oh, yeah. the other one dragged him into this fight. You shouldn't have done that. Just be Disney. I don't shut know. the fuck up. I think, you know, obviously Iger is a extreme leftist yeah. and probably shares the same ideas. Mm-hmm. Obviously he does. He tweeted about it. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're just doing um, what damage control. He's doing damage control. They're getting that but CEO he also out. Understands, they're bringing this guy back. Yeah, he understands business first, yeah. politics second. They'll bring – I don't even know that's – I think it's more about power and just being able to, uh, you know, there's just so many underlining pedophile things that go on at Disney. It seems like yeah. we have child traffic rings that yeah. they busted there. So, oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. I they mean, found there's like just like a lot of the employees were uh, right, pedophiles. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but you I, know, wait, to be fair though, I'll be honest think, with that. They, they had no way of knowing I think that. it's part money, but I don't know, dude. How would you know if somebody's a pedophile? Like if anybody they got like 6,000 cameras around that park, you're telling me they don't know what's going on around there. Oh, you know you're I mean? talking about it happened in Disney? Yeah, it happened in Disney, right? And I thought they were just outside of Disney. I don't know. Now, I'll if it happened in up. Disney, you got a point. Like, to look but if somebody it, came uh, into our shop and was like, hey, I need a job, and we hire him, and we didn't know they were a pedophile, I mean, we can't be blamed for that. Well, no, not for that, but yeah. it just seems now like it there's in a Disney, lot of yeah. shady stuff that goes on there. I just don't trust yeah. them. Fair enough. You know, I just think they're... Uh, I just think they're sick people. I, I think I they're agree. evil people. Yeah. And again, I agree with you that I, you, I'm not taking my kids back to Disneyland or yeah. Disney World just because I'm, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to support disgusted. a pedophile business. Yeah. That seems like they're just a bunch of groomers, in my opinion. Do you, you know, I saw in the more articles about the Balenciaga stuff and things like that. Um, do you think this has always been there or is yeah. it, we're just now, we're now seeing this? I think it's, it's being, 100% it's having, is absolutely, it's always been there. Yeah, I agree, because it, yeah, for it to, like, the Epstein Islands, I mean, it's always been that way, it's just that yeah. with the, the rise of social media, people can actually speak out about right. it now. and then you have uh, platforms like Twitter, yeah. you know, where they would use it, like that, I was reading a story about that, I think his name's Andy Engo, or something like NGO. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah, where he's he a good was, reporter. These Antifa douchebags were tracking him using yeah. Twitter yeah. Uh, to <clears throat> coordinate to where he is, and when they finally got a hold of him, obviously they jumped him, yeah. And beat him up. Yeah. Because they're cowards. They are cowards. They mask themselves. They and mask I wish themselves? they would do that in yeah. Texas so you could shoot them. Oh, psh. Fucking kill them. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if I kill them. I just want to <clears throat> curb stomp them. No, I kill them. If they try jumping me, just pull out your fucking gun and go to town. Blow their <laughs> heads off. Because it's bullshit. It's Antifa. They were a yeah, terrorist they, organization. They did it twice to this which, guy. Which, by the way, Trump did not make illegal. 
He said he would. Yeah, Nothing he happened. did say he was going to make it a, a no. terrorist org. I mean, Nothing happened. So... Why is this even tolerated? Portland, Oregon, still a shithole. They're I still know, like I, I, I. We have lawlessness run amok in this country from liberal ideologies being pushed through these politicians. Yeah. All right, let's take some calls and everything we've just talked about. The number is 214-817-1689. Feel free to weigh in on anything we just talked about. And while we're waiting, make sure you go check out shellshockcbd.com. Again, code STUFFED. Code STUFFED is going to save you 45% off of your entire order. Jump on this because today is the last day. Stock up now. And we got a great deal coming for you in December. Uh, but make sure you grab your stuff now and stock up. And if you could... On the rumble, hit that little plus button. Excuse me, the plus button or the like button. Dude, I'm, I'm hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're fucking killing me. I'm so sick right now. Uh, hit that plus button. It helps us out a lot. Make sure you go follow the locals community. We, we can't thank you guys enough for everything that you've done to support us. And again, it is code STUFFED, 45% off of shellshockcbd.com. Uh, like I said, today is the last day of the Black Friday sale, which we did a an entire week. Um, yeah. Just to give people a chance to catch up. So, Ready? all right, let's go ahead and take some calls. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, what's up, man? Um, I called yesterday, and uh, I was a guy that has all the chickens we're doing now. We're off grid. Well, not off grid. <laughs> what's going on, man? Got away from beef, too. Hey, uh, I just turned on you guys' live stream and saw the Millie thing, mm -hmm. the Dakota Myers. Yeah. You know, it blows my mind how people think just because you wore a uniform that you are honorable in the sense of like, you know, your, your country and stuff like that. And yeah. Not, not you. I'm just, I'm no, no, I get you, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm not honorable. I'm yeah. not, not the slightest. Josh will tell you, I'm not well, honorable. No, I mean, no. <laughs> you. no, no. Like, I, I get what example, you're saying though. Great dick sucker though. Um, I'm a great dick sucker. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was, uh, I was in the Marine for, for 12 years. Mm -hmm. Right. And at first it was embarrassing. It was super embarrassing. I didn't get promoted. I was E5, right? Mm-hmm. I was like the most senior E5. Mm -hmm. But one thing about me was that I had ethics and I had certain standards and the higher ups I was around hated that because I called them out continuously. Mm -hmm. And you know, I do it tactfully. But at the end of the day, I noticed my going away, I had more people at my going away than a lot of my higher ups had for their going away. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not saying it's about me. But I stood up for what I believed in. Yeah. And the same thing when I went into the Department of Homeland Security afterwards. Yeah. It was about my ethics. Yeah. Um, I brought my service dog in, and they said I couldn't have my service dog. I said, well, fuck you guys. Like, this is ridiculous. No. Like, there's certain things about being a veteran that, you know, unfortunately, I have to have certain needs because I, I got really hurt yeah. uh, bad. So, there, there, it's just, I walked away from that job because I noticed it was a trend within government. These people don't get held accountable no. for being bad leaders. <clears throat> and what that does is they get voted up. Yeah. You know, or they get pushed up yeah. because other bad leaders are there. And I mean, this conversation's been in the field continuously for, you know, like yeah. decades now. Yeah. Well, people know it's like the, the yes men but get promoted. No yeah. Yes men get promoted because yeah. that's what weak yeah, leadership and, and does. Yeah. yeah. So that that's why it's no surprise, you know, but it's one of those things where it blows my mind. When you see high, like not higher, not higher up at all, but like all these uh, uh, they call soft guys that are like, yeah, you know, in the in the news all the time. You would think one of them or a few of them would be like you and just kind of be like, no, fuck you, and yeah. not care about the money because it's more about the respect. I, I feel like the more respect you get from the veteran community, the more you're going to be pushed up. 
and from I think I think it's all money based, like, honestly, dude. I think it's like a cultish thing. Like you 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 saw like the rise of the BRCC, and then just like Grunt Style, just like Nine Line, they did the same thing to me. When people start coming yeah. up through social media, they want to grab these people and turn them into ambassadors. And the BRCC was amazing at doing the patriotic thing, um, and, and it resonated with a lot of veterans. And they do really good advertisement. So when veterans saw that, they, they were instantly they drawn to it. Do what? Yeah, but they they woke up with the Rittenhouse thing. Yeah. Like, that's what, seriously, that's what caught me on. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, that that blew my mind when they, I, I can't remember exactly, and I'm not going to paraphrase it, but, you know, it, with Kyle Rittenhouse, it kind of was like, dude, they're retarded. They're retarded for going that route. Yeah. Because 90% of their freaking customers are the guys who support Rittenhouse. I agree. You know? It's like, and you can't sit there and condemn Kyle Rittenhouse because he utilized the Second Amendment. People making that argument of like, and by the way, thank oh, you for yeah. your call, but I appreciate that, man. But you can't go after Kyle Rittenhouse and say like, what business did he have being there? That's that's called America. That's called freedom. And that's what liberals by and large don't get. Like, I can go anywhere I want to go. Kyle Rittenhouse went out there and he fucking defended himself. Yeah. That's what he did. I Good for him. Been the right thing to say is we support any American's right to defend himself. Exactly. But they've been, and here's the deal though, Black Rifle came out there and I will, I will take this one side what initiated this was a podcaster that was sponsored by black rifle and he said black rifle supports kyle rittenhouse black rifle said uh you don't have the right to say that on our behalf so we're pulling our sponsorship that i agree with Mm -hmm. no podcaster no it'd be like somebody doing uh that we sponsor a podcast for shell shock he said, by the way, Shellshock, uh, you know, endorses uh, child drag shows. Yeah. Fuck no, we don't. Or regardless of even if we did, no one gave that guy authorization to make that statement on behalf of a company. But it didn't stop there. Mm-hmm. I agreed at that point. But after that, when Evan Hafer did the interview with the New York Times and shit like that, I'm reading this. and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that's why I was like, dude, I don't, I don't support the company. I've never actually I've never bought in Black Rifle. I just I don't care. Um, the only person I'm really cool with is JT. JT's yeah. always been good to me. Um, and these guys are fucking loaded. They're doing really good. They yeah. they broke a lot of fucking barriers. Good for them. But now it's like, no, man, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Next caller. All right. Stand by. Yeah, go ahead. You're live. Hey. What's going well, on, man? Caller, first time listener. What's up, dude? Uh, couple, couple things. Um, one... John posted a uh, uh, deal on Instagram the other day. His little fact check about the vaccines. Yeah, you're and talking that, to me right now, bro. He may, he, yeah. So, well, I didn't know if I was talking to Josh. Yeah. Anyway, oh, sorry. So <laughs> no, that, it's me. Uh, post, yeah. You made that post. There was zero reference in any text to the vaccine, COVID, anything like that. It was a screenshot, right? Yeah. But yet somehow there's still the fact check, you know, oh, COVID-19 resource center down below it, the little uh, yeah. tab that they put up on your post. Oh my now. God, I hate that thing. It's so, so I'm annoying. Wondering, right? But if they can note, if they can somehow pick up that that post was about the vaccine, mm-hmm. how on earth is there still child porn on the, on the internet, floating around on Twitter, all kinds of stuff, man? How can they pick up That's a good that, question. that screenshot? Yep is about the vaccine and put up, oh, here's the additional information or correct information, you know, yeah. misinformation labels, whatever. But they still, you know, say they can't do anything about other content on the Internet. Oh, like, I agree. Where is their true focus 
where's their true focus and what they're actually trying to censor? I think you, know, you, you make a really good point. And to explain how they do that, they do it through software that can recognize not even just um, words per se, but texts and fonts and things like that. So when it gives the appearance of COVID or the word COVID, there's a scan that goes into play. And when they see when something hits it, they automatically attach that warning to it. Um, and that's why people start calling it like the Fauci ouchie, the jab and stuff like that. So you could circumvent that process that they do. But also to go on to more into your point is because I feel like the um the important needs of the people moved away from like the child pornography things such as that to hate speech uh and the culture war instead of like authentic things that were really impacting our society and our actual real dangers and that's by and large i think because of the left they simply feel like well you shouldn't be able to say certain things therefore this is a threat to democracy you see liberals repeat this constantly this is a threat to democracy free speech shouldn't be tolerated of hate speech hate speech became the number one thing they wanted to combat it's like no dude there's way more bigger things more pressing issues that we should be looking into and you raise a good point, um, but that's also why you have the dark web. My ex-wife, who was a police officer, uh, dude, the story she told me about the dark web, it, there's no control. It, it's like this this black cesspool of just disgust and filth, and there's nothing there as far as moderation goes. But I will give Elon some credit. He talked about the number one priority of Twitter is to go after the child pornography stuff, and he said we're making strides on doing that. Um, and I respect the hell out of that, and you make a good point. I just think it's because of priorities, and they're clearly out of line. Thank you for your call, though. I do appreciate yeah, that, man. Well, I got, I got, I got uh, another yeah. comment to yeah. make. Uh, you, you actually, you specifically called out Audie Murphy earlier. Yeah. Um, he was, he was uh, one of my grandmother's cousins, mm-hmm. and uh, my grand, my grandparents, uh, you know, they, they saw the movie and everything when it first came out, but mm-hmm. they, they never wanted to watch that movie or, uh, you know, have it on or anything, because they knew how he felt about making that movie mm-hmm. that he did not want to make that movie whenever, you know, he had gotten an acting career mm-hmm. and, uh, you kind of see the, the liberal agenda, Hollywood agenda, even mm-hmm. 70 years ago, yeah. you know, if you don't make this movie, then your career's over. Yeah. yeah but he didn't want to relive it. Yeah. You know, he didn't, he didn't want to go through all that again. Um, so, but the problem is though, you can say you don't want to, but you still chose to do it. So it's like at the end of the day, and I'm not, I would never insult his service and what he did. My God is the, he's the most decorated dude in the army still to this day, I believe. But that, that act right there was kind of like, ever since I, I knew about that, I was like, wait, what? He's starting a movie about himself and achieving the Medal of Honor. What if, like, say, for example, like Tim Kennedy did something like that today? What would you say about that? I was like, that's some cringe shit, bro. So I feel like we have to yeah. take away this historical respect that we have for people simply because they came from the greatest generation. And not that I'm criticizing the actions he did in combat. I would never do that. But the actions after the fact speak loudly. So, you know, your, your grandparents could be the friend. and That's fine. And say he didn't want to do it. But you still chose to do it. You chose to do it. And yeah. it's like sometimes sacrifices yeah. have to be made and these sacrifices, you know, we're put in these situations that we don't like it and there's no good. It's like the Kobayashi Maru in Star Trek. There is no good answer. You're not going to, you're not going to beat it. But that just means yeah. if liberals say you're not going to have a career if you don't, well, then I guess I'm not going to have a career because I'm not going to sell out my integrity. Just not. Yeah. And I know that's a yeah, very was, complicated, pretty... controversial thing to say. And no. I mean, again, I'm never insulting this no, guy's I, service. I follow... I'll follow your line of reasoning, and Thank you. Uh, Thank you know, you. I just wanted to be able to inter- interject, um, you know, the a personal side of it. Oh, that, yeah. uh, You know, he got put in. He got put in. He did ultimately make the decision to make the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd he'd already written the book, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like he. I, I never met him, obviously, because he died several yeah. years before I was born. But um, I felt like maybe 
him writing the book was his way of kind of exercising all that and dealing with it yeah. and then being asked to make the movie. He he did not want to do that. Yeah. Ultimately compromised his principles mm-hmm. and chose to do it for what he saw, you know, to be the rest of his career because yeah. that's where he wanted to be. Yeah. You know, and so he had to deal he had to deal with um that decision for the rest of his life. Yeah. But then I I want to ask you how how do you feel about um you know, you do you give a lot of mentions to you know Tim Kennedy and some of these other guys, but Jocko Willink, mm-hmm. you know he's he's made quite a bit of money mm-hmm. off of um, you know his service and his experiences. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't choose to play himself in American Sniper or anything. But um, <laughs> yeah. how do you, how do you feel about the the things that he's doing uh, as far as maybe what he's involved in, and do you feel like maybe he has better you know ethics as far as drawing the line? I, I don't follow Jocko. I don't follow Jocko. I've never watched the stuff. I don't wake up early enough. I think he's up at like zero two every day, so I don't follow <laughs> what he does. Um, the things that I've yeah. seen from Jocko is he puts more emphasis on like leadership. Yeah. A lot of my cop buddies, I think Josh also listens to Jocko and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in like book. saying these are the things, these are the pillars that we embodied in the SEALs and what made us successful and mm-hmm. how you can apply that to real life without just going beyond and saying, hey, I'm a Navy SEAL, I'm a Navy SEAL, I'm a Navy SEAL. Um, but that's, that's, I can't really comment anymore because I don't know Jocko. I don't know anything he's really done. I know he's done a T and stuff like that. As a civilian that has listened to his mm-hmm. material, read his book, yeah. uh, he just comes, he doesn't really insert himself into the political arena, mm-hmm. but he just talks about extreme leadership yeah. and how to conduct yourself. Didn't I he mean, write the book like the dichotomy of leadership or something like that? Yeah, extreme leadership. Yeah, my buddy's a yeah. cop and he lives by that. It's like, hey, that's it's motivational great. as hell. Yeah. Good for you. Like, I'm not knocking that. I, it's I, just that when people take that service and they cash in on a sense of like, look what I did, look what I, like Rob O'Neill. You know, I Rob O'Neill, like Jesus Christ, dude, get over if yourself. If you come out of the military and you're not well taken right. care of, I could see how somebody would want to use their service as leverage to get ahead in life. I, you know, I can't really fault people for doing it. I can, but I in, can. But in, in like a... Not a, a, a grimy way. Like, if you mm. want to start a t-shirt company to support your family. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. You know, by oh, all I means, go for it. shout out this veteran thing, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, no, you make a good point, dude. I, and that's that's the, a very gray area. Yeah, Jocko is, you know, he. I think he goes out and gives... Mm-hmm talks to companies about leadership. And I all did kinds meet of his buddy. Uh, I forget yeah. his name. He's a short, bald dude. Really nice guy. There was a Navy SEAL that got his legs taken Late off in a, in a motorcycle accident, and they asked me to come do some fundraising. Yeah. I said, yeah, absolutely. And they were really cool mm-hmm. dudes. But I've never met Jocko. But... Um, no, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't follow people that don't mentally stimulate me. And I came from that world in the sense of, like, the leadership and things like So it's just kind of like old news to me. And mm-hmm. civilians, it really resonates because they've never yeah. had that kind of leadership. Right. So when you're around something so much, it doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't mean it's any less valuable. Mm-hmm. It just means, like, if all you've done is cars and mechanics and then somebody else comes out that they want to start, like, a car mechanic thing, it's like, yeah, hey, whatever. I've, I've You know, I, I know what that it's, it's about, so I'm mm-hmm. not interested. Sure. I'm not saying it's not valuable. Yeah. Um, but I think, honestly, basically, dude, it boils down to what you individually think. Do you think that they are just leveraging their service mm-hmm. and their actions to make money off of that versus, like, these are the skills that I picked up in the military, mm-hmm. and this is how you should apply it to your life, and you can actually help change lives and stuff like that? And if you're making money doing that, I got, that's fine because I don't feel like you're selling out. You're actually selling mm-hmm. an idea and a principle of motivation that you got from the military, and that actually helps future generations in saying, hey, you know, don't be a bitch. Mm-hmm. Get up early, like Benjamin Franklin said. Early to bed, early rise, makes a man, you know. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. So it's a very yeah. fine line. But I will say the 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 to juxtapose Jocko, you've got Rob O'Neill. 
There's a difference there. Rob oh, O'Neill yeah. goes on a cruise now, ship and he's sitting there speaking all these civilians. You know, we we were weird. Like it was like that scene from the comedy thing with uh, what's that that Marine Corps comedian, the Colonel, um, the dude from Rob. Uh, Rob, what's his? Rob like, Riggle. Yeah, yeah. Rob Riggle's like there we Rob were, Riggle. bank in the tank, and I was, I was like, hey, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> It's America, motherfucker. Like, that's Rob O'Neill. That's fucking Rob O'Neill in a nutshell. Yeah. So when you look at somebody like that compared to Jocko, and again, I don't know a lot about Jocko, it's like there's a difference there. Yeah. And Rob O'Neill just banks off of, like, when you hear him, like, I've seen some of his bits on Fox News. I'm like, who let this guy talk? Like, who let this guy talk? See, but I think movies like 13 Hours, like, uh, mm-hmm. those guys put together. Yeah. I Chris think, Peranto. Yeah, I think Chris Peranto was somebody important. else that I do have a lot of respect for because I never saw him sell out. He did yeah. come in there and do technical advisory for that movie. The the Benghazi. I never saw a Benghazi movie. I just don't. Thirteen hours. Thirteen hours. Yes, it's one um, of my favorite movies. Yeah, but Chris Peranto, all he does, he's one of the most humblest motherfuckers mm-hmm. you'll ever meet. Yeah, he was. one of the most humblest dudes. I run into him at like Shot Show. Uh, we you, we talk all the time sometimes, and that guy will give you the shirt off his back. And he doesn't think he's better than anybody. And he's a really nice, down to earth guy, and I mm-hmm. respect that so much. Um, and it's just amazing to me that people will put more emphasis on the Rob O'Neills and the chest thumpers because, honestly, all you've got going for you is what you achieved while in the military. Well, I got news for you, and any one of us that have served that got out, the military was easy. You had three hots in a cot. You were told where to go, what to do, what to think, what to wear, what to eat, where to sleep, where to shit, where to shoot. That's it. Then you get out, and that safety net is gone. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh, I can fail. I don't have anybody guiding me. i got to make my own decisions. And for anybody that was like, I was 17 when I enlisted, when you grow up in that environment and then you suddenly have that kind of uh, like the, the, the lanes on the, the bowling alley kind of lifted, the, the pads, mm-hmm. it's like, no, now you can fail. It gets very difficult. It gets insanely difficult. A lot of veterans don't know how to handle that. And that's why, like, I encourage people, think for yourself. And it's actually a lot easier and it's not as scary as you think it is. You just got to be willing to grab your balls and take some risks here and there. But don't you don't have to wake up at zero so, three to do that. So, <laughs> I'm I'm not a veteran, okay. uh, armed forces veteran, but I'm a 21 year firefighter EMT. My nice. wife is a former cop, mm-hmm. and I'm on an electrical business now. So nice. I I do a lot of those the, the reading and research into those topics mm-hmm. for my own leadership skills. Mm-hmm. And I, any guy that I promote to a, a position of oversight in my company, I make them read both extreme ownership and dichotomy of leadership so yeah. that they can see both sides. Mm-hmm. Look, man, you're, you're responsible for this portion of my company that I'm, yeah. I'm putting you in charge of. Yeah. And I, I make that required reading and then I sit down and discuss things. And it's yeah. very obvious that they have or haven't read it yet. And, and you know, done what I've, I've told them to do, but the Rob O'Neill book, I've, I've listened to his audio book and he's a, He's a good storyteller. There's entertainment value there, but there's there's no lessons in that book. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's the big difference between Rob O'Neill is is making bank off of the story that he can tell. Mm-hmm. To me, Jocko is actually conveying good leadership lessons that can be imparted to other areas of life. Yeah, people that didn't necessarily have that experience that you had. I can understand your point that man, it's old hat to you. Yeah. Um, but even in the fire, even in the fire service, we dealt with a lot of the same changing of standards yeah. to allow for additional demographics. Yeah. Um, you know, lower the lowering of standards, mm-hmm. the, um, you know, sit down, scroll on your phone because there's nothing to do at the station. You know, the lack of taking, taking pride and taking ownership of the things that 
that you've been put in charge of, you know, yeah. your apparatus, your, your station, your district going yeah. out, you know, taking pride in those things and being able to convey that, uh, you know, I think some of those books that Jocko and the, the podcast where he does delve into different topics and there's, there's good lessons that people that didn't live those things yeah. can learn from that. And that's why I appreciate his platform mm-hmm. versus, uh, I mean, I've, I've read David Goggins book too. That dude's crazy. It's an awesome book, but my God, I'd never want to live like that. Yeah. You know, so David Goggins, I me met to, him one time. I, I met him one time. He was a very, very, uh, loud dude. Like he's just in your face. Um, <laughs> it was like, he, he was a very, yeah. just kind of like very what, what, an animated guy. Um, certainly one of those guys, like, I don't know if I want to go out and have a beer with him. Cause I got a feeling that dude's going to be fucking picking a fight with somebody. Cause he's just like, not in a bad way. It's just like, what the fuck did you say to me? But nah, but thank you for your call, dude. Congratulations yeah. on your business. That's fucking yeah, awesome that you did that for yourself. Oh, uh, and I'm, I'm up here in the Dallas area too. Like I said, I got an electric business. Oh uh, shit. You should drop by the store the sometime. Shop. Yeah. Yeah. Drop by shell shock sometime, dude. All right. Great talking That'll to you, man. Thanks it, man. for calling in. Thanks buddy. Yep. You bet. We'll take some more calls. I, I think, you know, when it comes to leadership, I don't like talking about leadership. I, I don't know why. I, I just feel like uh, I never read books about leadership. I just felt like the only way to become a good leader is to get out there in the wood line and practice. Go out in the wood line and get your hands dirty, get bloody, do what you got to do and figure it out for yourself. I never liked the idea of just, well, you know, I take that back. I did read a lot of um, Stephen Pressfield's books on the history of Sparta and how they trained and embodied me to where I was kind of like, I want to be more Spartan-like in a sense of mm-hmm. being battle-hard and trained to be uh, in very adverse conditions. And I think that helped out a lot. But honestly, the biggest thing, like, if we've, we've read no business books. When we launched this company, it was literally just use some common fucking sense, admit when you're wrong, and just push forward. That's all you got to do. Basically. But yeah. And we didn't, we don't have any business degrees. But it was like, because I feel like in our society, everybody thinks that you have to have a college degree. You got to read a plethora of books. You got to do It's like, no. Grab your fucking balls and jump and see what happens. But use some calculated risk. Mm-hmm. Do some research. You know, before we even did this, I was like, you know, the five, the top, the number, one, the number one reason why businesses go out of business is because they fail to research the market. Mm-hmm. So what do we do before we launch Shell Shock? Let's look what the price point is on a lot of these products. What's going to make us different? That was the biggest thing I asked you. Is like, what's going to make yeah. Shell Shock different than any other CBD company out there? And the biggest thing was price point. Mm-hmm. We have no reason to charge that much. That's ridiculous. It's insane. For the, the likes of American Shaman and the other companies, what they're charging is through the fucking roof. So I was like, you know what? Instead of like a one or two major tiers in the bucket, let's get a lot of fucking, let's get thousands of tiers in the bucket yeah. and we'll still make really good money, offer really good products and we'll be successful. And here we are. We did it. We did it the right way. We didn't shill. We didn't sell out. And I think that's just, you know, people can do that too. Just use common fucking sense. That's all you got to do. Yeah, for the most part. there's all, If you don't know something, there's somebody that does. There's somebody just, that does. Yeah. Don't sit there and think that as a CEO or as a leader or as anything that you... This is the biggest takeaway I've ever taken from leadership. We we get this ego-based idea that when we're a leader, we have to have all the answers. Yeah. No, you don't. You should be intelligent enough to go find the answers. Mm-hmm. You should be intelligent enough to hire the right people that do have those answers. I don't know dick all about website management. I don't know dick all about SEO or anything like that. But I got intelligent people that work for us that we hire and pay good money yeah. to take care of that for us. But in the end, it's kind of like we're the ship's captains. We steer the ship. Other people do the rowing and the steering. And as long as they are getting us in the direction that we need to go, 
and we're not breaking any eggs or cracking any skulls and we're still making sales, I don't fuck with people. I remember big boy rules in the army. Mm-hmm. It was like, if things are working, if I got a team leader that knows what he's doing with that gun team and he can effectively put fucking rounds on target, I'm not fucking with him. He knows what he's doing. There's no point because a lot of leadership is like, no, no, they need to do it my way because it's an ego based thing. Like you should do it my way so I can get the credit versus like, hey, sorry, this is uh, this is alpha team leader. Sorry, what's for corporate? What's his face? He did this. He should get the credit. And then if you have good leadership, they'll also recognize the fact that you as a leader, let that guy flourish, but not by not putting a thumb on him, but instead encouraging him to think outside of the fucking box and practice and go drill. That was the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean. When I was a weapon squad leader, we won our battalion uh, weapon squad competition. That's every weapon squad. Every platoon has a weapon squad. That's your machine gun teams. You have two teams and a weapon squad. You got the squad leader, an alpha team, and a bravo team. They're two gun teams. They carry the 240 bravo. And a battalion competition consisted of a 10-mile run with the machine guns, full kit, ammo, and everything. It was five miles out to the range. You shoot your fucking targets, and you run five miles back. We crushed it. We dominated it because we pushed ourselves in PT. We did everything we could. We were out there running fucking crew drills every fucking day. If we didn't have shit going on, we're running crew drills with the tripods and everything. We get to Afghanistan, and we are fucking smoking Taliban. Smoking them. But that ideology is dead in the military now. It's dead. You can't be aggressive. You can't be an alpha. Instead, like, oh, don't see any bad words in your cadence when you run. I'm sorry. I don't get motivated from left, right, left, right, peace and love. Fuck no. Left, right, left, right, skull fuck those cocksuckers. That's what motivates motherfuckers. So, all right, let's take some more calls. (laughs) I mean, am I wrong? Veterans that listening, you know, you know, that's how it should be. You that's, that's the thing It's like, if you want an alpha class of warrior, you got to let those dudes be meat eating aggressive motherfuckers. And that's just the way, that's the way you flourish. That is the way you flourish. Now, if you really want to be deadly, you have a meat eating aggressive motherfucker that is also intelligent. And when you have that, that's a dangerous combo. Yellow, you're live. All right. We'll start at the beach. Oh, there you go. Hey, what's going on, man? You're live. Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, what's up, man? Um, just wanted, yeah, just wanted to raise a couple points on like whole Disney thing, and yeah. I, I think that we see a lot of patterns with this stuff. Where, uh, like for instance, people will look at churches and they'll say, "Why are there so many child molesters at churches and whatnot?" And it's not that churches create child molesters, but that inherently, like churches. Uh, things like that, why they have that stigmatism is because it's the easiest place to prey on people. Yeah. So using religion, I think yeah. That, that can also go into, yeah, that can also go into areas like the military, cops, mm-hmm. any of that stuff where those are people who inherently are going to want power. Hey, I was going to say, so they come from a position of, of power areas. to be able to manipulate. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and in many cases, we do have a lot of checks and balances for that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you get into places like Congress and these areas where people can run free reign doing and saying whatever they want, yeah, you get into issues like that where they just totally dominate others and you can't get them out. And then that then filters down into places like the military yeah. and General Miley and uh, guys like that. So kind of wanted to raise up the psychological aspect behind that because we can control stuff like that in churches with church security teams, yeah. things like that. But it's really how do we control that with Congress now, especially when you can't vote these 
I think the the example of General Miley, though, I I, I think the General Miley and and people similar to him, like Lloyd Austin and the rest, is that they are in a position they're in and they're going to have to turn into yes men because they have to be politicians. And ultimately, it boils down to are you going to fall on your sword and throw your career away to stand for principle versus um, saying yes and just going with the flow? And these are not military leaders because, unfortunately, if military leaders by and large um, would have done, say, for example, what Colonel Stu Scheller, who came on the show, did, which I said was very commendable. If you had more leaders doing that, then there would have been significant enough change within the military that the leaders in the political spectrum would have been like, wait a minute. We have generals resigning left and right. The public would have seen this. There would have been massive outcries going, wait, we're losing our combat generals. We're losing our combat experience, our combat leaders. We're clearly doing the wrong thing here. But instead, what happened was the likes of the General Miley's, the Lloyd Austin's, they caved to this leftist ideology. Because the reason I'm saying this, where were they at before this ideology hit? They didn't say anything about this. Nobody cared. Nobody gave a shit. The 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 uh, infiltration of what what they call them in the military the uh, oh my god what uh, the terrorist or the uh, what General Miley and Lloyd Austin were investigating for as far as when when he first took command or he first took office as SecDef is like we're investigating for uh, white supremacy white supremacy just everything and it's like oh my god and if anybody that's spent one day in the military knows there's no white supremacy in the military if anything there's more black racism than anything else out there and that's from personal experience every black eo rep good luck if you're white dude you ain't getting helped and that's the thing there was a lot of black nepotism in the military now don't get me wrong there is some white nepotism as well but the point that I'm trying to make, though, is that these people that are in position of power, they're not going to give up their paycheck. The money is too important. Um, and fiscal individuality or fiscal freedom allows you to say whatever the fuck you want to say and do whatever the fuck you want to do. But a lot of these guys shortchange themselves because, like, well, I don't want to give up this, this six-figure salary. Like, so then you're saying that you couldn't do that on the outside? So you got to do the safety of the military? And that's why the General Miley's and the yeah, law, I, I think have, that's right. Yeah, I, I have no respect for them whatsoever at all. These guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. I do think, though, that it does come down to they also like to hold that power over other people because yeah. they're having that same power held over them. True. So it's kind of like they're imitating, and then they want to feel that, hey, I also need to feel like I'm in control of something. Yeah. So I'm also going to make all these changes that I can to make myself look good because I know that I can't step out of line. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. They don't want to lose that that feeling of being in control and having power over people. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Thank you for your call, bro. Very good points there. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you. All right, we got time for one more call, then we're going to move on. we got some other topics to discuss here. And while you're waiting, foes, hit that, that like button on Rumble. That helps boost our algorithm, gets more people with eyes on the show. We really appreciate that because you guys are helping the show, getting more and more views, more and more eyes on it. And that's, that's a great thing so we can get our message out there. Um, and we're going to move on from Disney after this because we get some articles about Balenciaga. Um, kind of funny about what people are doing in Balenciaga. we got some graffiti going on in some stores over in London, which is hilarious to me. So you can call in right now. The number is 214-817-1689. All right. Yellow, you're live. Yellow. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yep, you're live, man. What's up? Is that better? Yeah, you're good to go. Okay, sorry about that. You're good. So uh, this is the All-American Savage text line. <laughs> Josh is sending out dick pics for uh, that gets you like a little discount. Yeah. You got it. Beautiful. Is that the, the Thanksgiving sale? Get a, get a nude. You like it, Josh. talked or untalked? 
dealer's choice. So I like it tugged. That's more uh, <laughs> more unique that way. <laughs> What's <laughs> goddamn? What's going on, man? <sighs> uh, so I just want to talk about the Disney thing because I actually have lived an hour from Orlando my whole life. Okay. And, uh, it's so fucking creepy. Like I've always hated on Disney. Never been to Disney, even as a kid. I'm like, well, that's fucking creepy. Why are there adults walking around with mouth ears? That's just <laughs> weird. And as I've grown up here, like the adults that it, it's the cult. There's a Disney cult here, and it's fucking creepy. It's this weird black hole of debauchery. And uh, it's, and talking, going back to what Josh was saying about the human trafficking, it it was it was in the park. It was in the park. It wasn't just. It was in the park. Oh. It wasn't just like they, obviously there were employees, but yeah, no, it was in the park, and there was this thing. Uh, I didn't dig deep into it because it's a super depressing topic. Um, yeah. But there was a whole thing filming for kids wear yellow at Disney because that signals to like the uh, the trafficking ring, like something about your kid wearing the color yellow meant that they were going to be trafficked. Super, super gross. I just hope Disney just burns to the ground. I didn't know that. That changes things. Like, if it was occurring within Disney, how the hell do you let that fly? How That's the what hell I thought. Do... Yeah. There's there's no excuse for that. Like, you, yeah, you said there's cameras everywhere. 100%. And yeah. don't you think there would be, like, yeah. a lot of reports of, like, hey, there's a lot of kids getting kidnapped from Disney? Shouldn't that have made news? You'd think. You'd well, think. You'd think there'd be a lot of... It's not... Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's not that they're getting kidnapped from Disney. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's not that they're getting kidnapped from Disney. It's that the traffickers are coming into Disney with the kid already to swap, swap them and hand them off to someone else. Oh, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, because I mean, yeah, like think about it. There's a million kids there. There's a million people there. You just go on a ride, and then the kid gets grabbed off the ride by some other adult. Yeah, like it. it yeah. But why would you do that in public? And then, like, an why hour, would you just do that in private? Probably because it's a uh, public place, I mean, and they could walk around, and it's that's good, crazy. It's great camouflage because yeah. it's children with their parents. Yeah, True. great camouflage. That's nice. And I mean, it's. Up I ninety five runs right up through here, and so you got direct lines from Miami. There's a, a Cape Canaveral port, Cape Canaveral right here, so they can ship people in and out, and it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, that's nuts. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was within Disney. Holy crap! Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think no, it's, it's within. It's inside of the park. Jesus, like sex, <clears throat> child sex trafficking, I think is probably one of the biggest issues that isn't talked about yeah I mean, especially border. down at the southern border yeah. places like disney where they had i'm surprised actually that they busted disney you yeah. know it's it's really surprising because the fbi is so screwed up yeah you know the doj doesn't do anything no it's it seems like they're all part of it they're all part of this big cabal to traffic kids well with the whole epstein island thing and all the celebrities and big name politicians that are probably involved with that dude I, yeah, there's got I me. Mean, I'm sure the MSM's in it on it as well. There's people getting paid good amounts oh, yeah. of money to suppress certain of things. Twitter, oh, yeah. Facebook 100%. did it as far as the Hunter Biden laptop story. And that's just a Hunter Biden laptop, which they said potentially has child support or child porn on it. So when something like that hits the news, no wonder they're suppressing this shit. They've got to be on the payroll, which tells me that has got to be a very, very insanely lucrative business. Oh. Because if you're able to pay off top oh, executives yeah. and top people like that, you must be making a shitload of money. Yeah. Well, thank you for your call, yep. man. I appreciate and, and that. One, one more, yeah, one more thing about Disney, though. There also there's a Disney in Los Angeles, which is relatively close to the borders there too. Mm-hmm. It's like it's all it's all local. It's all connected. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for your call, man. Yeah, well, the insight there. I didn't. Call. I didn't know that. That was yeah. interesting. Thanks, buddy.
All right, let's move on. We got another article here about Balenciaga. Uh, watch as Balenciaga flagship London store daubed with the word pedophilia by activists. A protester has attacked the central London flagship store of Balenciaga after a week of global controversy for the luxury goods chain. And all I have to say about this is well fucking done. Well fucking done. When it comes to pedophilia, there's no laws. Laws are off. There's, yeah. There is no justice. The DOJ has failed. We have no justice in this country. It's it's fine. I, I Look, I don't care. If your brand wants to stand with pedophilia and child pornography and shit like that, you deserve to get everything you get. If you don't think it's happening in the government, just look oh, yeah. at the latest <clears throat> addition to the Supreme Court. Jesus. A lady who said an 18-year-old was peers with a, what, six, seven-year-old? Mm-hmm. And gave him a light sentence for having all this pornographic material of a child. I dude, Th- that's that's a Supreme Court justice that's making decisions right now. That and you don't know, think it's in the government, then uh, you're just not paying attention. When you look at that freaking nuclear waste management whack job, the bald dude who just got busted stealing the baggage, oh, I'd be willing to investigate him. Oh, when you like have people dressing as dogs and shit, I'm just kind of like, wait a minute, something is off with yeah, you, something's bro. Off. Something's off. Yeah, um, you can is look that at the stuff job like, he dressed for. Yeah, exactly. When this guy is, like, condoning all this insane, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But anyway. What are the chances of him and the other <clears throat> trans, like, boop, boop, you know? Oh, God, don't do that. Don't, don't. Why would you do that? That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. You're saying it probably happens. No, I don't think so because, uh, yeah, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> don't, don't pull me down that road. That's disgusting. I'm not all doing right, that. Well, I'm saying <laughs> I'm probably happens. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's like something you think about when you're trying like to nut to nut or some shit like that. It's like, oh, God, now I'm gay. <laughs> street artist Joe Blog self-described as the average man on the street plastered the word pedophilia using the British spelling of the word on the window of the outlet. Well done. Fudge of the graffiti attacks shows a man wearing a neon yellow vest appearing to attack or attach uh, something to the front of the window of the designer store. He then steps back to reveal the word pedophilia daubed in a vinyl sticker clearly visible underneath the corporate logo. TikTok user Ivory Flower Cakes caught blogs in action and posted a video of them defacing the window to their account. The protester appeared to be wearing a yellow high-visibility vest with the words J.C. DeFox on the back. Fox means fake in French and appears to replicate outdoor marketing company J.D. DeCasse. The graffiti appeared across Balenciaga's store in Bond Street on Friday evening, and there is no indication if it has since been removed. Um, the attack follows a week of controversy for Balenciaga after it launched an advertising campaign that featured children holding BDSM-clad teddy bears, as Breitbart News has reported. If you're watching the live stream on Rumble, you'll see the image of it right here. This is just the most disgusting... I, I, dude, these are liberals. These are liberals. That's all I can say to this. Uh, you, you know, there, there are conversations you can have when you stray from, like, religious values and things such as this, or at least moral guidelines, this is what you get. Yeah. This is what you get when you allow the degeneracy debauchery to overtake your society. This is it right here. Uh, you would never see something, I'm, I'm not even going to say it, actually, never mind. I was going to say, you never see anything like this in the Middle East, but then again, they do throw people off of buildings, and so it's not like, that's not like the best way to, like, counter that point. Not a lot of middle ground there. Not a lot of middle ground, but it's like, it's an extreme on one end or the other. Um Balenciaga apologized in the wake of the intense social media backlash last week, pleading the company did not approve the pictures, and they strongly condemned. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, bull right. fucking shit. You tell me, what, this is a billion dollar, multi billion dollar company, and they don't they don't preview. You don't preview your shit, dude. The ads that are going out. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't it be just common sense not to put? I don't know. You would think 
child porn you would as think. your advertisements. Yeah. Man. Or a child holding a BDSM teddy bear. But once again, folks, this is not outside the realm of what liberal ideology has no. pushed in these last few years as far as children attending drag queen story hours, yeah. drag shows. And they counter that with saying, well, it's not sexual. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm sorry, yes, when a dude is. is walking around mm-hmm. with his titties out and yeah. just his nipples covered, mm-hmm. uh, holding the hand of a child. And your butt is hanging out. Yes, it is. And you're walking her around mm-hmm. the... Strip mm-hmm. club. Yep. Uh, it seems kind of sexy. I hope nothing but violence happens to these people. I hope people rise up and start attacking these people. I really yeah. do. That's what you deserve. Quote me on that. I don't give a fuck. If you're out there sexually exploiting children and sexualize them, I hope somebody comes in and caves in the side of your fucking head with a brick. I don't care. There should be no room in this society for pedophilia. None. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. None. At all. You should have violence. Like everybody, every single parent out there should be rising up and taking baseball bats to these motherfuckers in their businesses. Every single parent. There should be a zero tolerance policy. I'm still waiting for these places that have hosted these reactions to get firebombed, and I hope they do. I hope they do. Because you should be afraid. You should be afraid of the wrath of parents when you want to host something like that. Fuck these liberals. Oh, 100%. You, I mean, you live to be parents. Just being yeah, an adult true. with a conscience. <clears throat> Excuse me. I agree. You could see, like, child abuse. I mean, if you saw a child getting beat up by an adult, would you intervene? Yeah, you absolutely. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But if they can be sexually exploited, no, we're good. Yeah. Well. Balenciaga has since filed a $25 million lawsuit against the producers of the advertising campaign. That's a good, that's a good cop-out. That's, uh, we don't agree with this, and we're now filing a lawsuit. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's just like Disney replacing their CEO with another yeah. liberal. Um, okay. Yep. Also, Nicole Kidman is featured in Balenciaga's Spring 2023 collection, while Kim Kardashian and Bella Hadid have been previous brand's ambassadors. I looked at her her page uh, like two or three days ago. Nothing. No apology. Nothing. Which one? Nicole Kidman. They don't care. They're all in on it, man. They're all in on it. Um, yeah, I'm curious if the... What's that girl's name? Habib? Hadid? Hadid. Yeah, if, if she was ever sexually assaulted as a child because she started very young would not surprise me in the slightest i know same here california releases thousands of convicted pedophiles within a year of conviction again this is california the state is just a shithole of america uh such pedophiles have been convicted of a range of horrific acts including raping kids under 14 according to the study investigation conducted by the uk daily mail more than 7,000 persons convicted of lewd or lavicious acts with a child under 14 years of age have been released in the same year they were convicted convicts who committed even more heinous crimes such as sodomy and rape of children also served short sentences thousands of child victims are being denied justice and george gaskin and his group of radical prosecutors can uh, care less. Los Angeles Deputy District Attorney Jonathan Hanapi, uh, who serves in the Complex Child Abuse Unit and whose outspokenness about D.A. Gaskins contributed to her call effort, told the Daily Mail. Some short sentences, including a 365 pedophiles convicted of continuous sexual abuse of, child, of a child, all whom spent fewer than 12 months in prison. 39 cases were convictions of sodomy with a child under the age of 16, while there were three cases of kidnapping a child under the age of 14 with intent to commit lewd or lascivious acts. Uh, former Los Angeles sex crime prosecutor Samuel Dordulian told the outlet that the statistics were frightening to, for society, adding that statistics clearly show that pedophiles don't get reformed. They're going to come out and they're going to continue to commit again. The only way. Folks, listen to me. I'm telling you right now, this is not being extreme in any sense of the word. With pedophilia, the only befitting punishment of that crime is execution. A swift trial and execution. 
That's all there is. And the moment you start playing the the bleeding heart aspect of liberals, well, you know, they could be reformed. No, you destroyed a child's life. That child was innocent. That child did nothing to you. Nothing. There should be no reformation of pedophilia. It is simply a fair and balanced trial. I will give you that. They need to have a fair and balanced trial. But if you are found guilty without a shadow of a doubt, execution right away. And not a million dollar thing where you got to do lethal injection. You simply stand them against the wall. You put a 45 to their brain and you blow their fucking brains out the back of their head. Done. That round costs maybe 50 cents, if that. Well, inflation, because thanks to Biden. But still. Buck 50. A buck 50. Is, and I, I was going to say, is there anybody that would be against this? But yes, there would. There would be liberals, by and large, against this. And I know libertarians would be out there, like, we don't believe in capital punishment. Well, that's because you guys are a bunch of fucking spineless bitches, is what you are. Execute these people. And this stops. This stops. How much longer are you going to go before these whack jobs? Well, just look at California. Yeah. A year? You got a year? For committing anal rape of a fucking child? Now look, I am not for vigilante justice, but I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to start changing my opinion. If the Department of Justice, if our judicial system doesn't do anything, and you see DAs like these douchebags in California, then it is upon society to start taking matters into their own hands. I can't blame them. I cannot blame them. Maybe there's a lucrative business in that. Say, hey, is your child, uh, you know, has your child been raped by this piece of shit and did he get off after a year? Hire me. I'll go take care of business. A hitman organization. I mean, that's kind of cool. Set up, uh, <laughs> we can do like a Metal Gear Solid thing. We can set up on an island outside sort of, of like U.S. A Justice Church. League. A Justice League. A pedophilia <laughs> execution league. How cool would that be? We have our own little island. We'll pay for it. We'll stock, we'll train soldiers. And we'll, fan, we'll find ways to like sneak into America. Or we'll hire people within America. They execute these motherfuckers, and we secretly get them out of here and go Just live on this island in paradise. Ask Hillary Clinton how she does it. Yeah, that's a good point. She funnels money through Haiti. The Haitian. The Haitian mafia. Uh, UK transgender woman jailed for impregnating a 14-year-old. There we go. It's a man. You take one look at this nut job. Look at him. You can tell. Idiot. Crazy. Off the hinge. Nuts. Um, transgender. Let me let me ask you a question here. Um, <clears throat> there was There was a dude that during COVID— got busted with child porn and was sent away to jail. And his friends, they have a friend, and that one friend says that, um, well, let me put it this way. If you had a friend that got busted for child porn and y'all were really close and they got sent off to jail, when that friend gets out of jail, would you allow that person to come back into your life? Uh, no. Why? Because they're a pedophile. Fair enough. I have, I have a friend that's going through that right now. And the fact that this person can even sit there and say, well, I just, you know, he's coming up on parole soon. The fact that you would even contemplate having that piece of shit back into your life yeah. is mind-blowing. But that's the type of mindset How these people have. How do you even have. get out of jail? It, he, he was, uh, I, I'm not going to go into it. It's a personal friend mm. that didn't commit it, but it's a friend that had a friend, a friend of a friend of a friend. And it was brought to my attention. They asked me my opinion. I was like, uh, no, fuck no. Yeah. That, that's an unforgivable sin. I'm sorry, no. And the fact that anybody would be mentally weak enough to let somebody like that back into their life. I, I just don't think they understand that when you consume child pornography, mm-hmm. when you are downloading the images and you were looking at the stuff, you are helping them. That's the point. Of no That's return. the point. You are consuming the content and you're creating the need for more content. Mm-hmm. You are a part of the problem. So I, I can't imagine why anybody like would ever, ever, 
tolerate such a disgusting, vile human being. And this person, when they get out of jail, if I meet this guy, I'm going to cave his fucking head in. He's in Dallas. And by the way, uh, let me remind you, did you know a lot of the child pornography that exists in America or in Dallas, per se, is from illegal Mexicans from, from Mexico? Uh-oh, can't say that. Because why? A culture issue. Yeah, I can believe that because... Uh, I'm not saying all Mexicans. Like That's what I'm saying. 15 years ago, my dad had these guys in his building. Uh, he, he had this uh, guy. I, I think he was from Mexico. Pretty mm-hmm. sure he was from Mexico. <clears throat> but he had uh, come in his office, and he was doing some work at night just mm-hmm. because he couldn't come in the morning. Come to find out, he was looking at child porn Jesus. on the computer. <clears throat> and this computer that... It was a like a $25,000. It was very expensive. But mm-hmm. he got on there and started going, like, Jeez. searching up porn and all this other <clears> stuff. <throat> all these viruses were – so it was just it – was it was a giant mess. It turned out to a giant mess. It's, but, it's disgusting. But, yeah, he, he – I don't think he was a legal citizen. I'll say that. Yeah, when you tolerate that type of behavior, yeah. all you're doing is enabling it. Yeah. It was like, oh, we can forgive them. No, that's unforgivable. Yeah, and the only reason that you're forgiving them is because it wasn't your child. If it was your child, you'd have a different tone. Yeah, maybe this should change the perspective of that. Mm. So I just, dude, I I can't even. Anyway, a transgender man living as a woman in the United Kingdom has been sentenced to nine and a half years in jail for impregnating a 14 year old girl. (laughs) Nine and a half years. You got nine and a half years, a grown man for impregnant. Dude, we are in Sodom and Gomorrah. I really feel like we are close to the end times here. Mm -hmm. We got to get right with God, folks. I agree. We got to get, uh, dude, I'm sorry. The only way to fix this is just the God to wipe this. The humanity has just, we've, we've, we've lost. Seems like he sent the flood for much less. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah. this is it. Yeah. This is it. I, I just, dude, I, I just don't get it. We as, as mankind have fallen so far. You got Justin Trudeau going on that drag show. Did you see that? The first Canadian prime minister went on this degenerate show of these freaking dudes dressing around as women. It's like, oh, you're so brave. It's like, no, you're a bunch of wackos is what y'all are. Was he sitting there in blackface? Oh, my God. That'd be so (laughs) brave. so brave. (laughs) So brave. (laughs) So brave. I, dude, I just, I don't know. The jury frowned transgender David Orton, who identifies by the name Danielle Rose. (laughs) No, no, no. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. Daniel Rose Gemini. Son of a bitch. I'm a Gemini. (laughs) There's another reason not to date Gemini's apparently because all the horoscope fruit cakes sounds like I knew it. I knew it. It's in his chart. I read it. I knew it. all Gemini's are pedophiles. Some shit like that. When, when guys, kings, pay attention. When she asks you what time you were born, fucking run. Fucking run. Right here. Eyes on me, guys. Eyes are, eyes on me. And the lesbians out there that date the same type of weirdos. If they want to read your chart and know what time you're born, get the fuck out of there. Those people are wackos. They are wackos. <laughs> oh my gosh <sighs> Danielle Rose Gemini guilty on two counts of, pre- of penetrative sexual activity with a child but found him not guilty on two counts of rape officer said the victim had been vulnerable and initially refused to believe that she was being sexually abused reported the BBC however she later changed her mind and told police what had happened uh, Lister Shire Shosh <laughs> I could, I'm sorry I couldn't help that Lister police said that Orton was aged 25 at the time of the sexual acts and identified as a woman they could not say his current gender identity. Investigating officer detective, and they couldn't say it, not because they didn't want to, it's because they just couldn't figure out that fucking wacko. Uh, investigating officer detective constable Sarah Lee Boudelier said that Orton refused to accept any wrongdoing for his crimes. That's because he's insane. Yeah. 
You can tell by the face tattoos. You can tell by the fact he's a transgender as well. These people are unhinged. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm not sorry. You see these, uh, look, every single one of them. <sighs> I'm not going to go down that road, whatever. I, I just, I, I cannot, I, I just, the more, the more that I see these people, the less I just, I don't want to be around them. I don't want to be around. I'm sorry. I can't. There comes a time when you have enough anecdotal evidence. It was like, look, this is just the reality. Mm -hmm. This is just the reality of the matter. Throughout our interviews, Orton refused to accept that there was any wrongdoing. Okay, never mind. Um, Boudier added that she hopes the sentencing will help the victim come to time. I'm done reading this. It's fucking ridiculous. Execute that piece of shit. What are the Nine chances years. that in prison? It, I bet they put him in a female facility, right? If he's I, I identifying no, to be a woman. I have no idea. And it is in I don't the know UK. how the UK They're, works. The UK is pretty liberal. They are. Apparently. <clears throat> yeah. Only nine years. Well, I mean, you can get arrested from um, you can get arrested from posting a meme and yeah. teaching your dog. Right. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. They, they arrested a dude for making a swastika out of transgender flags, which was funny as hell. Yeah. And there was another one where the dude taught his dog how to do the Zig Hale Hitler salute, and they arrested him for that. It's like, wait, you arrested a guy for teaching a dog how to raise its paw? It's like, are you... <laughs> And speaking of that, I, uh, hold on. I got to play this thing for you. You're going to love this, bro. You're going to love this. Um, oh my God. This is so great. This is by far one of the most funniest stand up comedy bits I have ever heard. Listen to this. Hold on. Here we go. Adolf Hitler, the embodiment of evil, waged war on humanity for six years. And then. In his bunker, wed Ava Braun, and the next morning, blew his brains out. <laughs> Marriage is hard. <laughs> World War II, six years. Marriage couldn't make it to lunch. <laughs> That's fucking great comedy, that's right? Funny. That's pretty good. Couldn't even make it 24 hours. That's <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen to this, folks. U.S. Air Marshals Union. Biden is risking another 9-11 by taking air marshals off flights and sending them to the border. Not even going to read this article. You know how you can prevent this from happening? Stop crucifying your Border Patrol agents. Empower them to do their jobs. Recruitment numbers will go up, but instead, you have demonized them. You still didn't apologize for the whipping Haitian scandal. Mm. You crucified these people. They're walking out in record numbers. They're blowing their brains out left and right because you've demonized them. And now you've got fucking the same the military. Your recruitment numbers are in the fucking toilet. So now you got to pull assets from other things, and you're putting them at jeopardy. And this is epitome of bad leadership. This is bad fucking leadership. The Biden administration is a colossal failure. Now, I remember over two years ago, what did I say? I was like, hey, I don't like Biden, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's a president of common sense. Maybe he can be the first Democrat. It's like, hey, he's a, he's a liberal, but he's not that bad. Well, I was wrong. I gave him the opportunity. 
And all we've seen as, as of late is just massive, colossal failure after failure after failure. And to sit there and pull assets from one department to shift them down to the border, and now you're jeopardizing plane. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I knew he was going to be terrible. Yeah, I mean, we, right all, out of we all did, but I didn't want to criticize him right away just because he was a liberal. It's like, let his actions speak, and his actions have spoken. Yeah, he was a part of the Obama administration. Yeah. I knew he was going to be even worse just on his own. Texas police find 50 migrants locked in a shipping container near border. At Again? least alive, though. Jesus, man. Texas Department of Public Safety Special Agents found a group of 50 migrants locked inside a Connex container in a Laredo junkyard. The search came after the agents apprehended five other migrants being smuggled in a stolen tractor trailer. Texas DPS spokesman Lieutenant Chris Alvarez tweeted images of the apprehended migrants who were apprehended in a junkyard on SH359 near Laredo. And you're looking at this. <clears throat> this is over on Twitter. If you're watching Rumble on Live, uh, you're going to see these images that I'm pulling up for you that you can actually see. Apparently, they did this bust at night. Um... Here they are. You got uh, all military age males. Um, I should stop saying that because that's just a term we use for like being over the age of 18. We use it in Iraq and Afghanistan. Military age males. All uh, over the age of 18 males. I mean, it's not. <clears throat> and look at this. These are all men. I don't wrong. see any women in there. Yeah. That's when you see just all men coming across that are military age. That should throw some yeah. red flags at why are these guys here? 100%. Why, the, why? Where are the women and children if it's a humanitarian crisis, right? That's crazy. This, um, is, this just looks like a straight-up invasion. Yeah, 100%. There's no other way to, you know, like, to phrase that. It's 100% accurate. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Mitch McConnell, a.k.a. Turtlehead. Uh, Mitch McConnell has anyone, <laughs> anyone, meeting, anyone meeting with individuals with anti-Semitic views highly unlikely to be elected president. Yeah, that's what they're worried about. <clears throat> yeah. Not this shit. Not the high inflation or any of that stuff. They're worried about who yeah. Donald Trump is having. Republicans are going to have to adhere to the dog whistles of the left in order to combat their accusations, saying, well, look, we're actually standing against anti-Semitism. And this is what the likes of Nick Fuentes have caused. Even Good job, you little shithead. Even that stupid idiot Pence was yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. Trump should apologize. But, like, and, why, and, they, why are they so upset? Because they're virtue with, signaling and they're pandering to the left. That, yeah. They spent most of, their, most of his presidency asking him to apologize for yeah. shit. They, they're so hell-bound on getting his taxes, yeah. having him apologize, bend the knee, kill the ring, it's, jerk it's, the dick. It's interesting to see how many of the establishment GOP, the Pences, the McConnells, yeah. that once they feel like there was a crack in Trump's armor, I written now look, I'm no Trump loyalist, you know this, but what the GOP establishment is doing right now, they're only throwing fuel on this fire. Mm -hmm. This is not going to deter the Trump loyalists, this, or even voters in general. This is going to empower them to vote Trump. because Anybody McConnell, with a fucking brain, man. Well, unfortunately, there's not a lot of people with that. Sad to say. You could, if you... If you can't tell by this point yeah. what these people are, the establishment's doing, what the media's doing, all that stuff is doing, yeah. anytime they throw these stupid stories out there, yeah. you should just bank on the fact that it's probably the opposite is probably true. I agree. Whatever they're saying. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, Mitch McConnell comes out there. He's making these sound bites, uh -huh. and he just says, like, this is this is because they just don't like Trump. Yeah. This is because they don't like Trump. And I'm also going to 100%. I, I'm going to say this. Molly Yiannopoulos is a grifter at this point. Because the more I sat and I thought about it after the show, and I look at his things, I posted on Twitter. I thought about his his content that he was putting putting out during Trump's presidency, I thought it was pretty funny. Well, the fact Milo, that he was a gay guy yeah. dating a black man, they kept calling him a racist yep. and all this other stuff. It just seemed humorous. Well, he, I don't know when he posted this on Parler. I think it was a long time ago. He said, I lost everything helping to put Trump in office. My life and career were completely destroyed. Was it worth it? No. I feel utterly betrayed. I will have vengeance. 
Uh, he then goes on to say that the South must rise again. Well, look, like you said before, when you were a provocateurist, Russian roulette man, yeah. uh, Milo went above and beyond the line of controversy. Like when he t- said, mm-hmm. like, stop being poor and shit like that. I was like, okay, dude. There were things that you were saying that were very good. You had some really good points. You were a great debater. You were hammering these people. But you went too far so many different times. Trump didn't make you do that. You did that. You don't get to scapegoat Trump for mm-hmm. your actions. And I didn't know a lot of this about Milo until people started sending me this stuff. It's like, oh, my God. And then he says he wants to burn the GOP to the ground. So that leads me to believe Milo cannot be trusted. You can't take anything this guy says seriously anymore because he's so on both sides of the aisle. So all that leads me to believe is that he linked up with Fuentes. He knew who Fuentes was. He knew. And this is a 24-year-old kid. It's a 24-year-old kid. The entire world knows who this kid is. He is a fucking white nationalist anti-Semitic people. He is. Person. Excuse me. And when you, dude, I've seen the I've seen the clips. I've listened to this guy say this shit verbatim. Mm-hmm. This is not John Burke saying, "Oh, because I've read his, sh- I've seen his shit." I'm just like, "Holy shit, this guy's an idiot." But Milo is smart enough. Milo is he's he's an intelligent dude. Mm-hmm. Milo knows what he's doing. I genuinely feel Milo is trying to sabotage Trump. I really feel Milo. You know, he said if, he wants his vengeance. He got it. If the FBI <clears throat> and the DOJ. And all the Democrats can't bring down Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't think Milo's going to be able to do it. I don't know. Milo's been canceled. He knows how to do it. But He's then been again, canceled. He knows how to get canceled. Yeah, he yeah. knows how to get people canceled. Anybody can get. We Trump. all. Everybody got canceled. Anybody who's not a liberal or Democrat has been canceled at some point. In I'm time. talking about canceled in the sense of like you're doing something. You're having dinner with a white nationalist and an anti-Semite. Yeah. But I think that's also why they're painting Kanye. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like, Milo saw what Kanye was saying. And now Milo is campaigning for Kanye 24. Are you stupid? Are you, re- you really want Kanye as the president of the United States with his hands on the nuclear button? What? Can you see Kanye? And by the way, I watched the full Tim Pool, or the full Tim Pool episode yesterday. Yeah. Still, my sentiments still remain the same. Kanye should not have walked out. Tim asked you a question. You got butt hurt and you fucking walked. But again, Tim should just conducted the interview. But it is what it is. Tim yeah. runs his own thing. Apparently, that is what his show is about. It's not a, it's not an interview show. It's a he will actually have a conversation. Well, apparently, it's more like they bring guests in, they discuss the news together, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, I'm not criticizing that. But it's like when you know what? I'm fuck it. If it was me, and I'm armchair quarterback, I will admit I am armchair quarterback this quarterbacking this. Is that if I had Kanye in that hot seat? It would just be me asking him questions according to what he has said, not trying to. I would want to know. Tim didn't really do that too much, but also Kanye's a fucking loose cannon. I would want to know about his experience as a celebrity, a high-profile celebrity, and the fact that he was being put on uh, different kinds of drugs to yeah. sedate him. And <clears throat> you know, is that every celebrity? It seems like it is. But Why don't are, more celebrities come out and talk about but this? But the stuff? problem with this, though, is how, because Kanye said so many is, stupid things. We don't know what to believe how anymore. Many, how prevalent <clears throat> is pedophilia in Hollywood? Yeah. You know, you're talking about the Jewish community. Uh, what, what else is involved? Yeah. I, I mean, if you're going to spill the beans, spill them all. Yeah, I At agree. At this point, who, who— Blow it open. You, they've already <clears throat> kicked you out of their bank, and you're, you're a billionaire. They canceled you, bro. Blow it wide open. Yeah, blow it wide open. And all Kanye has to do is just drop a few more tunes, and he's going to be rich again. Like, That's that it. dude, he's fine. Yeah. But— yeah, after after having watched the, the full interview, uh, I was just still, I was kind of like, I'm sorry, dude, if you're sitting there saying that you want to be the president of the United States and you can't handle a simple interview and you walk out like, no, dude, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. Um, but going back to Mitch McConnell, 
this is a GOP establishment trying to do their flex. They're trying to turn the GOP establishment and anybody like that against Trump. Mm -hmm. That's what this is about. We all know, I really don't think Kanye is an anti-Semite. I don't. I really don't feel like that. And again, I'm no fan of Kanye. Yeah. But I don't feel like he's an anti-Semite. I think Nick Fuentes is. I think he's an idiot. I think Milo's a fucking moron at this point. I just you see what these guys do. Nick like, Fuentes is a provocateur mm -hmm. himself. He they are. You know, he's uh, smart for using his platform uh -huh. to you know say outrageous things. Or maybe he does believe him. I don't care. Yeah. I don't have to listen to him. Yeah. You know what? That's True. it. You don't have to listen to him. Do I think he should have a platform? Yeah, I do. Everybody I just, should. Everybody's it. But I just like I said, I can well, just easily I, push block. With, I just have to push block. Uh, you know, except for pedophiles. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not well, everybody. Milo but, got know, canceled for that because he made that pedophilia statement. Every, yeah. But it was a joke. I think it was a joke, wasn't it? I think it was a joke. What was it? I, I don't remember. Something about like a, having sex. With the, it was a joke, and he got canceled for it. I was like, okay, that's too far. I was like, of all the things you're getting canceled for, that's the one? Like, I don't know. But Even still, that's – what was that guy's name? Uh, Gunn. The guy who was the director for Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he mean, didn't get canceled. No. He had money. A lot Money. of pedophile, pedophile jokes. A lot of them do. What, who's that other little wormy-looking guy? Um, uh, God, Burton, Patton, Patton Oswald. Oh, that piece of shit! Yeah, oh my like, gosh, he's cracked off of a lot uh -huh. of pedophile jokes himself. Oh, Sarah Silverman, Sarah all those, so, yeah. all those whack jobs have, yeah. but they didn't get canceled because they're liberals, and that's yeah. okay. But again, Milo has said some very provocative shit, but it's also it's funny. He was like one of these guys that was saying comedy mixed with politics. Yeah. But he did cross the line a lot of the time. So you, can, you don't get to blame Trump for that. You chose to do that. But it is what it is with there. But again, looking at McConnell, um, of course he's going to do this. Pence is going to do this. They're all Pence. Ooh. You think McConnell and the establishment GOP is going to back Pence's run in 2024? Because Pence is going to run. No. I don't think so. You don't think they're going to back Pence? Yeah. I think they will. Uh, I think the McConnells, I think they're going to back Pence. If uh, Pence is going to get slaughtered, DeSantis by the way. DeSantis doesn't run. Yeah. Maybe no, I, no, no. I think I think Pence is going to run, and I think the McConnells and the establishment neocons are going to back Pence. Maybe I feel that. We'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else would. I mean, Lindsey Graham's already tried several times. He's not. Yeah, Chris Christie is a big zero. Yeah, um, they were talking about Mitt Romney. He doesn't Mitt stand Romney a chance. Mitt Romney doesn't no. stand a chance. He's another neocon. Nobody likes that guy. No. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I maybe. Yeah. Maybe Pence is the only logical choice that they could come up with. Because he's yeah. came out against Trump. Yep. On uh, you know about. Isn't it funny how these people that are trying to they're going to run, they're trying to lean and become friends with the left. Yeah. Don't tolerate the left. Fuck the left. No, it's they're just. There's no tolerance to these people. They're too far gone at this. Oh point. yeah, exactly. That like, that party is just beyond redemption. Just the state of the country right now <sighs> with the Democrats in charge is just insane. It's, it's insane. It's it is insane. Scary at this point because <clears throat> yeah. they just have so much power over everybody's life. Yeah. That using the FBI and um, you know government resources to spy on candidates, yeah, uh, the January sixth stuff, yeah. you know, all those people that were down, like they're geo tracking the people that were just there, yeah. not just the people who <clears throat> broke into it. Yep, so. and still no word on the pipe bomb people. Oh they found God. all the January sixth, but no word on the pipe bomb people because you know why. Oh yeah. Uh, we already covered CNN layoff. Workforce's parent company undergoes cost cutting. CNN started to inform staffers of layoffs as its chairman and CEO, Chris Light, wrote that notices will go out on Wednesday and Thursday. Today, we will notify a limited number of individuals, largely some of our paid contributors, as part of a recalibrated reporting strategy. Like wrote in a memo shared on Twitter by CNN. So I'll just say this right now. If CNN stands any hope 
of regaining its foothold in the MSM, which it won't. Sell to Elon. <laughs> <laughs> it should. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to fire everybody if they yeah. keep Don Lemon. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. You have to get rid of everybody. You've got to start fresh, and CNN needs to do a facelift. Yeah, honestly, they have to sell the company. Yeah, I agree. They're not going to, though. No, they're not going they're to, not but going to. that's the only way they would ever establish any sort of credibility. I think, yeah, ever I agree. again. I agree. Get rid of it. Sell it to Elon. Dude, but that scares me. That scares me. You know, Elon's got Twitter. He's got Twitter, and he's pushing for free speech. Oh, hey, Amory somebody... King. Amory King hit me up today. He should buy it. <laughs> Amory King um, said that uh, he got an email from Twitter asking him if he wanted to appeal his account suspension. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's like, did you receive it? And I've been checking my email. I haven't seen anything. Elon said this is the week that the amnesty goes into effect. Go back on it, man. Huh? And well, go back on there and see what uh, see what you have to do. You can follow me right now. It's John Burke 1984. I managed to change the handle, so I'm good now. It's John Burke 1984. Go follow me on Twitter, dude. It's a blast over there. It is so much fun. I've learned to just use more emojis instead of cuss words and stuff like that because you don't get flagged for that. But uh, it's it's interesting to see all these freaking people whining and crying. We got them on the run, boys. I followed them back. Advance, advance, say it, yeah. But uh, yeah, fuck <laughs> CNN. Uh, and that's pretty much it. We got uh, oh yeah, the final story. Posted about this while I was on my trip back from Dubai. Um, Disney's Strange World tanks indicates woke film movement is failing. Uh, For those that don't know, I think this was a massive gay cartoon, and it tanked. Um, (laughs) The Walt Disney Corporation's move to serve the LGBTQ and woke crowd is apparently beginning to backfire on the entertainment giant. Strange World is a controversial film that many have planned or many have panned because of its blatant homosexual messaging bombed at the box office in its opening weekend last weekend, indicating that Disney's agenda to indoctrinate children to the LGBTQ movement is failing. CBN News report that Strange World opened in 4,174 locations last Wednesday. On Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, the film earned only $5.2 million. Variety.com reported that the movie made $18.6 million over the entire weekend, and that said uh, it was expected to earn between thirty to $40 million between Wednesday and Sunday. Strange World carried a reported $180 million budget that the film is projected to lose $100 million in its theatrical run and will need $360 million just to break even. The film features a gay teen romance for the first time in Disney's history that had promoted such a relationship. Disney's Lightyear, which also made a lackluster theatrical run earlier this year, had previously cut a scene with two same-sex characters kissing, but Disney reinserted the scene after Florida passed the parental rights and education law earlier this year. After the law was passed, then-Disney CEO Bob Chapek pledged that Disney would become a better ally for the LGBTQ community, which he recently, which was recently fired from his position and replaced by Bob Eager, who returned to the role he left in 2020. Um, CBNnews.com reported that many conservatives have panned the expression, get woke, go broke, expressing the view that corporations that embrace political correctness of cave to the demands of social justice activists will suffer financially as a result. 100% true. Amazon layoffs, Facebook layoffs, Instagram layoffs, Twitter layoffs, CNN layoffs, Disney's laying off. This is true. Folks, I know you see it in the press nonstop. I know you see it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the likes of myself and other people posting about this constantly. It's working. Don't stop. Don't stop. This is taking back our country. This is taking back our country from pedophiles. This is taking back our our country from the degenerates of the LGBTQ. No, I'm sorry. There is no such thing as a two-spirited freak, Joe. You are not. You are not. 
This is the big. I, this is the biggest. I told you so. Outside of COVID, if you want to embrace degeneracy, this is what you get. You are now off the rails of normality, and this is what you get: pedophilia. Mm-hmm. It's like you cannot go any lower. You cannot go any lower. This is, we have hit rock bottom. Yep. This is it. And the way to fight back, it's a dual economy. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a national divorce. I don't want to share a country with you idiots. I don't. If a civil war occurred, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with it. I would. For those that stand for pedophilia, for those that stand for this shit right here, no. That ain't freedom. That's perverse and disgusting. That's violating the rights of children. Genital mutilation, puberty blockers for underage children. You, dude, these people should be lined up against the wall and shot. They're disgusting. They are disgusting. And I don't feel like that's bias. I don't feel like that's like some kind of boomer Republican stance. I feel it's a stance of common fucking sense and decency and morality, which many people have lost because you know why? Yeah. Social media, as always, social media. Oh, well. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for tuning in today. And don't forget, today is the last day. It is the last day to get 45% off of your Shell Shock order. ShellshockCBD.com. We've got products to help you with sleep. We've got products to help you with anxiety. We've got products to get you stoned off your ass. Why? Because God knows we need it in this time because Biden keeps fucking the pooch on this one. I know it's bestiality. Easy sink, Uger. I know that turns you on. Chill the fuck out, bro. But anyway, check out ShellshockCBD.com. Code STUFFED saves you 45% off. We appreciate your love and support. Oh, before I forget, if you've ordered from us, we are getting on top of these orders. Our team of two is in the room. We're helping do labels, Josh and myself. Uh, I think we're sitting, we're going to be getting 500 orders out today. I think we got over like yeah. 4,000 orders over the past few days. And we are jumping on top of this. We are getting this out. Please be patient. You will get your order on time. Well, within a reasonable time frame. Most you'll wait is possibly a week, if that. But these guys back there are cracking skulls. Yeah, They're they crushing really it. They're doing a damn good job. So big shout out to them. So just be a little patient. Once you place your order, give it a day or two. You should get the notice that we've printed the label and we're shipping it out to you. We appreciate your patience and we definitely want to keep you as a customer for life. So we're doing our best to make sure that happens. So we love you. We cannot thank you enough. You got anything to add, my man? Yeah, you guys have a great day. Until tomorrow, folks. You stay savage, America.